Hello and welcome back to the CryptCast Podcast. I'm your host, the new DM, as we join our adventurers for another round of Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Uh, you guys can say hello. 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 <laughs> Um, we're going to start with some quick character introductions so we know who we're talking to uh, or what you look like as we listen to you talk. Um, uh, I'll start with, uh, let's go Vale. Uh, yeah, I play Velikor. Uh Well, I'm Quinn. <laughs> I play uh, Velikor. She is a, a, a lavender-skinned tiefling who dresses very fancy. Also, she's a huge nerd. Awesome. Yeah. How tall? Uh, uh, average size like, and what color skin? Like, I'm sorry. She's very. She oh, she's lavender skin. She's lavender. very short. She's like five two. Oh yeah! Holy cow! That's right. You weren't kidding. <laughs> very very short. Okay. Uh, and lavender skin. Perfect. Uh, let's go to uh, Abreus. 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 Um, hi, I'm Alex, and I play Abreus, a paladin with oath of vengeance. He is a human, six foot two, six foot three, um, you know, very wary, wary in build and um, really pale skin with piercing blue eyes and dirty blonde hair and a well-groomed beard. On, his, on the back, he wears a cloak that's emblazoned with the, you know, with the sigils of the Ten Towns, which is, you will find out in the game where that came from. Cool. All right, and I will go to Oro next. I am Oro. I play Oro. You don't get my actual name. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Minotaur Barbarian, uh, seven foot three, four hundred pounds, all black. I am Path of the Zealot, and I am not from Icewind Dale, as we are about to explore a little bit more of, and our friend Idana. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm Morgan. I play Idana Tiradon. She is or I guess was a half-elf long ago, but now she's a vampire. Uh, kind of pale gray-blue skin at this point. Bright blue eyes. Uh, brown hair that fades to white. About five foot seven, stuck at twenty five years old, and she is going through it right now. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, and then we have our friend Torvrol, uh, who I will be voicing for today as they are out with some family, uh, enjoying the uh, holiday uh, here in America, Fourth of July. Uh, Torvrol is a dwarf from Ethereal Hall, uh, who studied and worshipped Baronar True Silver. Uh, became a cleric. Uh, what do you call him? Uh, what? Red beard. Did he change his eyes? Are they blue? Brown? Uh -huh. Where are we They're at blue with his currently. eyes? They're blue currently. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah, he's I know Travril they've changed. right now. Oh, Travril. That's right. He's gone through a handful. <laughs> uh, and he's kind of the uh, the peacekeeper of ten towns, as it's kind of come to. I don't want to say peacekeeper as much as the uh, guy that's 
really dived into keeping things afloat uh, for these Tin Towners uh, these past couple of years with the Everlasting Rhyme, even much more so in these past couple of 10 days, um, as he's really taken on a lot of the uh, political uh, strain of the area. Um, but yeah, he, that's Torbrill. Um we real quick can recap our re uh, session last time where we uh, had met up at the White Lady Inn in East Haven, correct? That's where uh, Oro came back into the picture where Oro met with Vale and Torvril and Idana and we met our new companion, Abreus, correct? Awesome. Okay, sure. I just want to make sure that was the last one uh, as I was going through. Uh, and uh, we had a seance from Ronaldo, a halfling who had a um, conversation with the white lady who spelled out across the um, foggy uh, window invisible dwarves. Um, you also had some mind-controlled fanatics come down and uh try to grab oro and drag him outside presumably out to wherever they wanted to go with them they were uh as we learned under the control or i guess under the influence of a psi crystal shard which has been causing lots of problems for 10 towners lately um and um let's see here you guys basically wipe the floor with them <laughs> uh you uh you were able to decide that you're going to go and try to deal with this uh problem that is uh oro's origin and uh why he keeps getting summoned uh to leave i think if i remember the correct there's a breaking point which was oro you almost lost a a, a check of some sort to just go I, out I and start walking oh you did that's right we chased you down that's what i'm missing i felt yep. like i was missing something all right yeah so we chased you down for a little bit and then we broke you out of that air uh that mind link yes awesome okay so there's a lot riding on this uh, moment you guys just finished up a battle with a bullet uh, you harvested a lot of its organ uh, not organs but uh, hide and armor uh, there are some plans to make some armor and weapons out of it it sounds like yes awesome. very much so we might have to arm wrestle for them but yes <laughs> I can't use it right. too small uh, and uh, yeah we can uh, kind of uh, open up. Uh, I would like to kind of check in with everyone on their character, how they're feeling right about now, what you're, uh, what's going through your heads. Uh, I'll just kind of shift the spotlight. We'll just quickly follow Roll20's link here, or uh, name list, which is uh, Oro first. Um, My mindset is I'm ready to get back to the ship, if it's still there, um, and deal with these people who keep bothering my sleep and trying to kidnap me that makes sense oro how we kind of talked about this um a little bit but you're kind of following some dreams and premonitions that you've had uh how confident 
are you that you can handle this situation with your companions? Uh, incredibly. As nothing survives my rage. <laughs> I love it. All right, fair enough, Oro. <laughs> uh, let's go to Edana next. What's going through your head? Um, at the moment, Edana, I guess, is still just reeling from that battle that she just had. Um, definitely ready to try and help Oro as best as she can, and I guess get one part of whatever is going on figured out. Yeah, makes sense. Vel. Yeah, Vel's kind of over it right now. Like, this has been the <laughs> longest fucking day. It's cold. Like, they were they were uh, buried under... All of them were buried under an avalanche. Yep. A boulette tried to eat them. Today <laughs> has not been a great day. And, uh, yeah, no, but she's also very excited and very curious about this ship because her mind is reeling about what it could possibly be how it works etc etc and yeah so mix of excitement and just wanting this day to be over yeah that makes sense uh abreus uh <laughs> this is all very uh enlightening about the um group you're with <laughs> how are you doing yes, abreus is um a little bit stunned at how the day is gone. He did not expect to be spending the day chasing down some kind of weird ship that he still is curious about. But he's also excited because, you know, there's a there's an evil afoot. He's clearly detected it with his senses, and he believes that this party might be able to get him there if they don't fall prey to whatever dark bargains bargains that some of them might have made <laughs> looking at. Him. Perfect. And then he's. He is determined, though, to kill anything, uh, to sacrifice where he needs to eliminate this dark evil from his adopted homeland. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Something uh, about your mother from Brinchander, correct? Yes. Yes, the tie-in. Um, so, yes, let's open it up. Uh, so you guys are getting armor out. Um this bullet, uh, you're able to get a bunch of stuff. You know, the path Oro would be continuously following the trail. Um, actually, we can probably just even hop to the larger map at this point um, as I get us situated for the next part of this journey as we uh, get closer to the ship. But that means we have to move farther into the mountain range, the... Uh, very uh, deadly mountain range, I will say. And with that, I'm going to mm -hmm. open it up to a day that is a, almost night. Uh, I mean, it's always dark. You're getting used to the light around here. Uh, but you can tell this is about the nighttime when Oriel will be out doing their thing. The weather conditions are... All right. Well, they're not great. Uh, you got some basic snowstorms coming in, uh, probably from the 
southwest heading your way as they normally are on the spine of the world. You're not quite in another blizzard, but it most likely will be uh, happening soon. So we uh, just need to keep moving forward then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, does anyone want to uh, talk about anything, ask any questions to their companions uh, as we're moving yeah. a little bit at a time? I, I do want to ask how much uh, does that bullet head weigh? Mm, that's a good question. I, I clean cut from like the back of the neck forward that bullet head off. Let's see here. I would say... Mm, it's a large monstrosity. You're probably carrying about 45 pound head. Got it. Yeah. Just wanted to add that in there. Okay. <laughs> Dragging it behind. No, I'm, it's, I'm carrying it. Oh, you're like, carrying it. Strapped to my back. Yeah. He's going to use it as a shield. <laughs> so you're making oh. your way down the spine. Anything else anyone yep. wants to uh, add? Yeah, Oro, how far away do you sense this, this ship is? Uh, and about and actually the, about sorry, 10 miles. Okay. And Kratel, I I'm new to the group. I feel I barely know you, although we have crossed arms and you know, lost at arm wrestling. But what 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 is this ship? Can you tell me more? If I had to battle alongside you, I would know more, especially I had maybe more effective I mean, comrade at arms. I don't really know what it is. I uh, I was in a war uh, from where I'm from and was knocked out, woke up on this ship, uh, and now I'm here. Uh, I, I mean, it's alien-esque. Seems like. And is your intent, my good man, to destroy whatever it is? Do you want to negotiate? Or are we just going to charge in? And it seems like they're evil based on those purple eyed creatures they uh, sent up for I us. mean, there are options. It really just depends on what I'm feeling in the moment. That does seem like the case, my friend. I'm done, and I I just look forward, and I loosen loosen my spear in my in my handle. Torvald kind of chimes in. Well, let's not let the emotions get the best of us here. <laughs> it comes off way too piratey. That's why I'm not going to do him a bunch. <laughs> uh, say, uh, Torvald, what happened to your, your accent? Okay. Um, you sound more like, you know, a pirate today. <laughs> I've been hanging out with you, the wrong yeah. crew. <laughs> oh, hey, be nice. <laughs> I look over to see if his eyes are purple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, his eyes are still there uh, blue, <laughs> uh, but he seems to uh, have a certain gleam to him. <laughs> Door real crack hammer. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Well, shall we continue moving on then? Uh, you guys uh, can move up, I would say, to about 
right here. Can you see that blip? Sure can. Right at That's that little moving. corner. So you get you get there and you can see that group of trees. By that time you're getting there, you're back into another blizzard. As this one seems worse than the one before. Uh, you're Boy. getting uh, probably about 15 feet total vision uh, instead of your normal 30. Um, the weather has started to really pick up. Um, I, I imagine you guys want to take your precautions. I just want to give you a chance to state them. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh, so we should probably, you know, it, so we don't get lost. We should probably tie ourselves back together. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, let's let's quickly do that. As you tie yourselves together, can I get a uh, perception check from everyone? Of course. Okay. Eighteen. Twenty. Good job. Ice. That's going to set the tone for the night. All right. The weather starts to turn. Vel. Idana. You're starting to notice certain figures about. Mm -hmm. It's hard to make out the... All right. Uh, after quick technical difficulties, we're right back into it. Uh, we have a perception check that just happened in the uh, kind of northwest uh, area of this little valley trail that we're following as we're uh, heading right next to a bunch of trees. Uh, Idana and Vale, uh, you rolled an 18. Idana, Vale, you rolled a 20. Unfortunately, with Oro's 10 and Embrace's natural 1, uh, Oro and Embrace, you don't really see it uh, as the wind kind of obscures your vision. But you are able to start seeing frozen humanoids uh, all around you. Uh, okay, that's not good. Is they this familiar to me? <laughs> <laughs> Please say no. Uh. How about you go find out? Okay. Yeah, Belle will also approach them, and she'll stop every, uh, the others and say, um, can we stop for a moment? There's... I need to check this out, and she'll approach with, uh, Idana. Yes, please watch my back. I have a feeling about these. I will say, as you approach them, you will have to bring the whole group, because they are oh, a, little bit a little bit outside of that 15-foot visual. They're about... 20-ish. 20 to 22 feet out off the trail. So you'll have to bring them with you. Okay. Yeah, we'll bring them along. Alright. So, as you get close, uh, you start to see uh, multiple humanoid figures. Uh, there are a few elves, but not many, uh, that don't look like they have been dressed for such occasions. Uh, looks like they just kind of dropped whatever they were doing in whatever situation they were in and started heading out this way. 
you see a f more uh, than a few humans, uh, mostly with uh, cold weather gear on, but you can tell by just their general uh, demeanor that they were either walking the same way you are or walking back the way you came. Uh, and there is a... F oh, there is a giant. Ooh. He seems to be walking towards the uh, other way. Uh, the way you're going, excuse me. Which one would you like to check out? Any particular, I should ask. Um, I'm kind of interested in the elves that are not dressed for the occasion. That seems odd. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Alright. Uh, I gotta load up a map. Oh boy. <laughs> this will be interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I remember you. How fitting. I'll reuse this map. Gary. Hold on. Come on, Rule 20. Alright. Uh, can you all see this blip here? Which one? Oh, over there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Drag your tokens over there, please. We're going to kind of reverse this. On top? Yeah. And then that'll light up the, the map. Okay, I'm moving down. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I should get Torfrel up there. Give me one second. Torfrel's sick. He's, uh, he had food poisoning. <laughs> I know. Could I wish not I heal could, himself. I wish I could do that right now, but unfortunately, he's got all the bag, air tricks in the bag for me. So uh, we're going to keep him right here next to you all. These commoners will represent... Uh, the people that you're bumping into. Okay. Golly, that's a lot of frozen people. Oh, yeah. They're like, they're like Yikes. frozen, frozen? Yeah, as an ice sickle. Right. Okay, cool. um, where are the elves that are not dressed for the occasion? Oh. Okay. So those two. And one... Yeah, Bell's gonna uh, cautiously proceed. The one, this one between the two elves is hard to make out what it is because it's a... Unlike the other bodies, uh, looks very different, decomposed instead of frozen. Yeah. Huh. I, uh, I look at Idana and back at the frozen person and back at Idana and back at the frozen person and just... Flash my great axe through it and break it. Oh. This one right here. That one? You're gonna kill it? <laughs> so I'm gonna gonna shatter it. Okay. Uh roll me a uh attack. I mean yeah, thirteen's gonna hit. You shatter it. It oh, falls to the ground. From shattering. Uh, oh. yeah. Torvril's going to oh, walk no. up and place his hand on your shoulder and say, Doesn't seem like these were the fates they wanted. <laughs> Probably not best to desecrate the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just let the accent. I know, it's so You've bad. done enough desecrating <laughs> today, right? You've desecrated that whole, uh, you know, the bullet. That's enough, right? Should we... Should we investigate the closer body like this one here? Um... Yeah, we can... We can look at it as we walk by. I'm, I'm definitely interested in these bodies up here, though. Yes. Oh, okay, let's, let's go up a little bit closer then, Idana. Okay, and I will move towards this person right Make here. Make a perception oh. check. Can I... Perception or investigation? Uh, perception yeah, for this one. Uh, perception oh, for, for this one. one. You can Just make your 13. investigation when you get to the body. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, yeah, you don't see anything. You're good. You don't hear cool, nothing. You that. don't see nothing. Go ahead and make your investigation check. Another 13. <laughs> get them out of the road. road. Fell. Good All right. Uh, I will say, Idana, you can pick out some of this information, but mostly for Vel, uh, you see that this is a humanoid that seemed to be traveling uh, a great distance. They're in a lot of cold weather gear in their hands. They are clutching a uh, bit of, I guess it's hard to see what they're clutching because it's closed up, but you can tell they're clutching something as their right arm is passed out forward uh they're in a giant what do you call it i would say woolly coat um there's a lot of fur lined on the neck uh they have a decent amount of uh tools and stuff kind of hanging off of them so they look like they have been uh traveling a lot so it's interesting that this is their fate uh i guess is what i'm trying to get across to you okay uh, it's weird. They, they're awful prepared for someone to, you know, wind up frozen like this. Huh. Must have been something unexpected. We should definitely keep our eyes open. Yeah, no, I agree. They're clutching something. I can't really see it. Um, Do you maybe melt them and see if you could figure it out? Oh, yes, I could try that. And she'll, uh, so with prestidigitation, you can warm material mm -hmm. she's gonna uh thaw their hand a bit to try and uh it'll take a minute probably because yeah. you know it's yeah but she'll take a minute to re repeated castings just thaw her thaw whoever's hand this is and try and see what they're clutching at <laughs> it fall you okay so as it's warming up you can kind of see like i imagine some steam coming off and blowing off in this crazy wind that's going on i don't i don't want you to forget that it's still blizzard like out the wind is just yeah. going crazy so the so what is uh thawing is quickly freezing as it leaves but it's oh enough to open and relax a hand where you see a psi crystal shard fall to the ground into the snow you do um, see do something very unique as it falls down. You see something in front of the creature by the chest area where the coat buttons up. With a 22, I should have told you. I'm sorry. I see what on their chest? Uh, something that seems forcefully opened on their chest where their as the coat is. Did their oh. chest get 
forcefully ripped open or is there something that they are yeah. wearing that has been forcefully opened? Yeah, that's not that I'm unclear about. Is it their body or art of something on them that's open? Their chest has been forcefully opened from the oh. inside out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she'll say, oh, uh, huh, that's weird. So these, with the way the, the bone and tissue is just, the way it is, it's, whatever did this to this man, uh, did it from the inside. Huh, that's, I don't like this one bit. I try and make a nature check on this thing to see what might have done it. Uh, yeah, it'll be uh, DC 16 because things have been pretty frozen and preserved. So you can uh -huh. see a decent amount, but there is some ice and snow that is uh, accumulated over the... Oro uh, would, mm -hmm. would probably like know, yeah. Oro. Um... <laughs> Do I want to... Re <laughs> nope, okay, that's fine. Don't hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oro, it would give you um, some flashbacks to a certain point of escape where things that had been stored in maybe cages or maybe even stasis pods, you're not sure, uh large creatures of all sorts maybe something that was found that shouldn't have been found and hopefully not the reason the ship crashed these wounds look vaguely familiar but it's not you're, it's on the tip of your tongue you just can't quite remember you suppress the memory uh, with a dirty 20 Idana uh, you can clear out some of the snow, you kind of make your way in, and you see that something seemed to have, uh, what's the word, just, gestrated, uh, gestated, just yeah, you know what I'm talking about, see, if something, something was growing inside, something was growing inside, very comfortably, oh um, so something that should not have been inside this person was inside this person and then erupted from them oh, that's... in a very painful birth. Oh, that's pl pleasant? No, it's no. not at all, actually, no. Horrific. Huh. Yeah, nightmarish even. Oh, Oro, uh, quick thing. She'll mage hand and pick up the uh, side crystal. One of your space rocks was in this hand. <laughs> Thank you. I just take it and put it in my pocket. Little That's... little bag I had. Wait, what if the others here have those? Can you I mean, check I would bodies? assume they do. Can you check the body you smashed, Oro? Or do you want me to check it? Um, I can. DM, would these things be glowing? Like if I put up mine and talk to it or anything like that? Uh, what do you mean? So they glow, right? The crystals? Yes. Yeah. Or are these people glowing? I'm gonna say... I would say different parts of them seem to have a bit of a glow to them. Sure. Every uh, single one? Every single one. Very cool, just as I thought. Mm. 
Well, guys, we have natural light to where we're going, so let's just keep going. Let's do it. Some unfortunate buggers found some things they shouldn't have and have paid the price. Abrias is muttering under his uh, breath, this is a travesty of death. These people do not deserve such unnatural death. Yeah. Well, let's let's take care of it then and make sure nobody else befalls yes. this fate. Yes. Must be cleansed. Everyone make Can me I... a perception check, please. I'm going to move forward just a little. Oh, gosh. 18. Oh, I don't see anything. 14. 11. Better than natural, natural 1 if I'd been rolling disadvantage. Yeah, I'd say that's middle of the road for all of us with Oro pulling out in the lead. Yeah. All you hear, Oro, is what seems to be a faint but very, very prominent. <sighs> as it echoes off the wind. I hear a what now? Uh, a bit of inhale from a large beast. It seems to be a growl of sorts. Do I recognize this sound? No. White dragon, god damn I it. I don't recognize this sound? Just yeah, no. And where, where do I hear this coming from? All around us? All a, uh, within 18, it's you just hear it coming from all around you on the wind. Right. I get in front of everybody. And uh, just gonna get ready. Uh, is everything alright, Mr. Oro? Oh, mom's out there. Uh, okay then. Um, she's gonna get in the middle of everyone. <laughs> and, uh... Come over here! <laughs> Doro! Yeah, we... Oh, oh, oh God! You should join us. <laughs> if there's something out there that's freezing these people, do we want to stay this close together? Because... If something comes to try and freeze us, we will we have, we all have a, be in deep trouble. We, we have a wizard. We're fine. <laughs> okay. Can I try and look around and see if I see my lovely owl friend anywhere? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> DM? Yes, please go ahead. Another 13. I am staying middle of the road today. It's not a bad thing. You do not see this creature. Rhymony. Okay, um... Well, let's keep moving. Yes. Okay. Do we want well, to maybe stick to the trees and get out of the obvious path where everyone else is frozen? Nope. I'm not. I use, um, yeah, I use Divine Sense to sense if any of these creatures are undead, um, celestial or fiend, uh, fey or fiend. Is there any undead or fiendish or fey creatures? It's, it's, hold on mm -hmm. one second. I need to do some research real quick. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, celestial, fiend, or undead. That's what it says. Uh, is it? Okay. Uh, so far, nothing. <laughs> how about this DM? Do I can I? I mean, just just throwing it out there mm -hmm. that I I sense when things aren't right. Oh yeah, you can sense that things aren't right. That that's fair to say <laughs> right now. 
right. if that's not clear enough, <laughs> you can definitely tell you are not in a good situation. Uh, you got right. people that are being used as more or less human landing uh, strips <laughs> mm-hmm. to lure you in. You hear a white dragon and a blizzard that has cut things down to 15 feet of visual sense. I knew it was a white dragon. <laughs> it's obvious. At yeah. this point, Fair. yeah. It's obvious. Uh... You can't go that far away from us, Abreus. We're all tied Actually, together. I'm sorry, at this point. No. I mean, if you want oh, yeah, to wait, possibly mate. get lost. That's up to you. <laughs> if your intent, Abreus, is to untie yourself, you are more than welcome to. I do not mind splitting the party. <laughs> uh, no, Abreus is going to stick okay. with his new monster. <laughs> I thought like we, so we could see a little better here because of the lanterns. Yeah, we have I mean, a plethora of lanterns. I would say you can see the glow is low. It's not like uh Right. It's not so it's like, like a glow sta- stick. Yeah, it's not really standing out unless you're looking for a glowing something and then it catches your eye in yeah, different parts it. of either a hand or a pocket or around the neck. Something that somebody has done with these shards in their possession that has caused them to come this way um i'm going to untie myself <laughs> good yes uh, <laughs> just because i mean if if i get snatched up you are all getting pulled with me uh-huh yeah, and i mean we've got ranged ranged kind of range sometimes uh-huh. so I, I am in the face of the of the street dragon whenever I see it. Um. Okay, fifteen feet. <laughs> That's visual range that you guys can see of each other. Just so you know, just Yikes. keep that in mind as you go about your way. Uh, I'm on my forty feet of movement. Okay, uh, let's pause real quick. Uh, can Got everyone it. roll me initiatives just so I can go about this in a clever way? Uh, I'm not going to reveal yeah. nothing quite yet. Let's just roll into Clever. initiative to Ooh. take turns going about what we're doing next. Hey, a good roll for once. Middle of the road still. That's a 14. Uh, Vale, re-roll for me. It didn't take... And I'm missing yeah. a braces reroll for me. I'll give you both on the your highest. Icon and oh no, I know. Roll. It's just that beyond twenty is being weird right now and not adding yeah. it. So yeah, that's it's, fine. It, I'll it give has you the to highest. Been Matt. Hey, okay. I didn't select myself. Oh, uh, I went that at sixteen. Okay. If he, if you get lower than a sixteen, I'll keep that sixteen. Huh? I'm always no. uh, yeah. a brace. Yeah, go. let's give you that sixteen back. And Vel, I'll yeah, give you the, the eleven. Eight. <laughs> oh, the 11, yes. Why did that not work? Oh, no, I had a 10, sorry. Oh, a 10? Okay, perfect. Uh, so just uh, let's go. As we're all kind of going, I just want to keep track of everyone. Uh, uh, Oro has claimed that he is untying himself and moving. So, Breus, it is now your uh, I guess swing up. What are you doing in this moment? I need to. Cl- Man, I got too much. Okay, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> I am 
I am going to ready an action and to cast hex on any any creature that I see within that I can see. So that will be fifteen feet. Okay. Uh, so you're holding hex in case you see one of these creatures of sorts, more or less, something come up, right? Yeah, well, uh, the instant that I see any kind of hostile attack. Okay, perfect. Uh, on us, I will um, cast Hex on the creature attacking us. Perfect. Idana. Are you... Oh, I guess... Um, hold on real quick, Idana. Are you moving anywhere, Abreus? Uh, well, I have to stay within five feet, so depending on where Idana goes, I will shadow her. Okay. But I guess I'll move okay. five feet forward first, assuming that they'll catch up. Um... Yeah, I will stay hugging that tree. Just kind of right, right up in, in those branches. And I am going to... Oh, golly. I'm going to ready an action of... Oh, do I want to do this? Yeah, I am going to ready an action of just attacking with my rapier if anything comes our way. Fair. Okay. Uh, Oro. Uh, oh, I'm moving. Moving. Where are you moving? Oh, let's see here. Here. Can't move there. You got one more square, buddy. There you go. There. And then I want to do perception checks. See, I see anything. Go ahead. As a nat one. You see. <laughs> Two poorly dressed for the occasion elves, one hunkered over, decomposed, frozen body with long hair in the middle. Um, you see the same, you see a couple whole humanoids underneath, but it's all the same to you. Mm. You okay. might have seen something move, but you're not sure. I'd like to ready my rage. Is that possible? Can I ready a rage? I. Ooh. I don't know. Can you ready a rage? I don't think so, because he can't ready a bonus action. Well, I guess he can't. I, I, you can hold a bonus action as an action, so I don't see why not, I guess. The ready action allows you to prepare you your can't action rage. on your turn, which is later than released via your reaction. Bonus actions, however, are limited to only occurring on your turn. Cannot be readied by Jeremy Crawford. Oh, okay. So, so that's a no. I didn't hear yeah, you. Yeah, that's Sorry. a that's right, more or less a no. No. That's... I'll post I'll paste that in chat. Jeremy Crawford did this. The ready action allows you to prepare your action on your turn. Which is then later released via reaction. Bonus yeah, action, yeah. however, so yeah. I don't think you can ready to rage. You can just state your raging, then do your thing. Gotcha. How about I ready my javelin to throw it? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, get that javelin ready. Uh, so, um, DM, I 
hex is a bonus action, so I'll have to change my ready action to. I'll change my ready action to an Eldritch Blast. Okay, thank well, you for letting me know. Is, you, can, you can hold a spell like that. It's just yes. that if you hold it more than six seconds, it's gone. And you're... it. I, I wouldn't recommend it, essentially. Yeah. yeah. If you ready a spell and don't get to use it, that spell slot is poof, which Yeah, sucks. that's true. So I'm going to ready an Eldritch Blast instead. Okay, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, that was Oro. That's you moving there. Uh, <laughs> Vel. Yeah, Vel is gonna um, follow Idana's lead, and her back is to the to the tree. She is looking around as she, in her hand, she'll uh, she holds it up, and in it, it is a moat of fire, sitting there, ready ready to be launched. Uh, she's holding firebolt. Okay. For the first sign of danger, sorry. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, I'm trying to think of what Torvald's going to do. He's going to... He's going to call out to Oro. Uh, <laughs> Get back here! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Get back here! <laughs> Uh, not listening. Oh, that Oro. He can be a real stinker as he, uh, joins you guys up behind the tree and says, Keep a close eye out for him if you don't mind. <laughs> Laddie, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so that brings us... I need to roll... Oh, that was... What was that? A 65? Ah, oh, shh. <laughs> Get out of here, turn order. I need to roll something. So I'm going to roll a d20 and I get a 10. Not sure what that means. Now that makes things very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Okay, I see what... I see... Okay, 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 okay. Uh... So let's go back to the top of the turn order. <laughs> uh, uh Can I make a? Can I look around and see if I can sense or hear anything? Yeah. Uh, roll me. I guess yeah. Roll me a perception or in. Yeah. Per, yeah. I want to say. So, uh, yeah, I'll give you a choice. You can either roll perception or investigation. Yeah, definitely perception for me. Natural 20. Ice. Augers. That's the right time to do it. You don't hear anything. You feel something. Oh. Do I have a sense of which direction the vibrations are coming from? Oh, it's not a vibration. It is warm, breathed air coming right oh. at your ankles. So there's air rushing past your ankles. Is there do I have a sense of where the air is coming from? Directly behind that tree to the side. Oh, fuck. We picked the wrong tree. Oro's <laughs> <laughs> in a safe spot. Um, so it's right coming from right here? With a natural twenty, it's more or less coming from over here. Uh, you oh, can feel the no. air coming from 
Uh, that area. Oh, boy. Uh, so I first of all yell, guys, yeah. it's, it's somewhere on. I, I whisper. <laughs> Different uh, than a yell. <laughs> it's on the ground in this direction, and I kind of, or I whisper, and I kind of use like military signals to kind of show which direction it's going in. Um, I am going to, I, I guess, make my way. My way. Making my way. <laughs> uh, first of all, 10 feet up and see if I see anything. Oh, you're going to step into its mall! Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move five feet at a time and see if I see anything. <laughs> first right five. Now. What are you looking for for the first five feet? Just any sign of white dragon? Any Not sign white of... dragon. Okay. I'm going to for a sign of any kind of beastie. A beastie. Okay, fair. You see no sign of beastie. And does the air kind of the, the warm air get away from you you walk Sorry? you're walking past the warm air you no longer feel it at your heels oh my you are standing oh. a little taller though oh well i squat down and look on the ground i mean you're seeing snow what are you gonna do with the snow <laughs> um i go like guys this might be hidden in the snow um, I move back, so I still, that's 15 feet of movement, I move back this way. Do I still sense the warm air? Wait, are you, uh, moving into the, uh, frozen person here? Yep. Okay, so as you move frozen person here, you start to feel a shift on the earth below you as you hear a low growl. Where is the growl coming from? directly beneath you I, I I kind of tug on the rope and does the growl sound like it's in the snow or is it like in the ground or like further down uh, I would say in the snow the snow in the blizzard is pretty deep you're standing at least up to uh yeah, I would say depending on where you're standing and the snow drifts are and where, yeah, this commoner is that's been standing there a while, you're in pretty deep snow. So it's hard to make out which is earth, which is anything is else. The, is, the, is, the air, is the air kind of rhythmically moving? Like, is it in rhythms? Like, do I sense like it's like, you know, every three seconds, whatever it is? Yeah. Okay. I back very, very quietly away. And I am done. And I kind of go like, I think I found it. I'm not sure what it is. But I think we should back the hell out of here. And I back out. So, would the dragon get an attack of opportunity as he moved? If the dragon cared to, yes. But at this moment, no. Doesn't care to? Yeah, there's a blizzard going on. Guys, I think he's sleeping, but I mean, I, that's just, this is me off table, by the way. Uh huh. <laughs> it growled, though. Yeah, I, I think we might be disturbing his sleep, so I think. You're snoring your sleep? Away. I, yeah, I don't, I don't growl, though, you know? I don't go, grrr. 
Yeah. I, I, I mean, think you're also disturbed... not a dragon. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I think we disturbed something. I didn't get attacked. I'm going to take that as a good sign. I think we should get on with our way. And I kind of end my turn. Oh, perfect. And I'm ready, I get ready an Eldritch Blast for whenever um, something attacks us. Oh, you are keeping something ready? Yep. Wonderful. If if we get attacked. Okay. That and makes I'm sense. Um, anyone want to do anything in this moment as they comes back to uh, relay this information to you? I want to cut the rope and back up. Okay. And just move away. Let's see, how far can I move? I want to just come way back into these trees back here. Oh, we're gonna lose each other? That's fine. I wanna come back in here. I'm just, I'm moving. I'm backing away. He says dragon, I'm moving. Okay, fair. Uh, I need to check in with the only person that hasn't had a part of this conversation, which is Oro. Real quick, what are you doing? I can't hear them talking. Right. I know no I know nothing of this. You can't even air. see them. Can't see them. Hmm. And I don't I don't see anything or hear anything in my area. Oh. <laughs> Great. The dragon wakes up and Laps in the face of the tail, doesn't it? Now, Oro, you start to feel a warm breath at the heel, uh, at your hoofs, <laughs> at the heels of your hoofs. <laughs> I mean, he has heels. Heels of his ankles. Yeah, you start to feel it really good. <laughs> I mean, Oro's not a little, you know. So, I have no idea what my friends are doing, right? I don't know if they're still there. Nope. I don't know if they've already woken this thing up and it peeved. Yeah. All you know um, is that there, you are surrounded by a white wall of snow, and you just feel a rhythmic warm air starting to pulse on your hooves, heels, the back of you, and it's, uh, and me, it's right? yep, and it's starting to get clo not closer, but uh, stronger. I feel like Aura would be a little that he would know it's kind of there, but not there, and with the hot breath, might like swing back, you know. Out of like, what's behind me? What's around me? Because I can't see anything. Uh, so I'm gonna swing down. Okay. You swing uh, just around these five feet around you. Yeah, kind of. So like, if is there a certain like direction that this is coming? Like, is it blowing like this direction or this direction or this direction? 
Like, give me a direction of the wind I feel coming off me. Okay, I just swing down in that direction then. Like, swing downwards. Like, hitting the ground. You hit rock. And as you hit, hit rock, rock, you start to feel the ground tremble. Everyone feels the ground tremble. As the snow now starts to lift into the air and obscure vision down to only five feet around you. Hopefully you can see what's going on. Edon, it's not as bad for you down in this tree uh, line that um, you're at. However, Vel... I was, no, I was going to say because, uh, before you went to Oro, as soon as Edonna cut her line, Vel mm -hmm. would have cut her line too. Okay, she fair. She's moving back, keeping... Within 15 feet, oh, sorry, let me measure. Yeah, 15 feet. So that may be a little less clumped up because they said dragon. Uh, 15 feet of him, so that way these two, and then oh, kind of, kind of Idana. She's trying to keep as many people in her line of sight as possible. Um, yeah. Perfect. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Abreus. Uh, yeah, I guess everyone uh, in. Yeah, screw it. Let's just do it. You, come here. Bring out the toy! But guys, <laughs> this means that if there's a dragon here, that means yeah. there's a horde. I see something. So, as this giant, white, ancient dragon, a gargantuan <laughs> shape, spans its wings with a rider on its back, that frozen middle commoner that looked a little bit different than the elves at the helm as Arvatrus starts to hind up in this blizzard, obscuring view to where no one can see more than five feet around them. You all hear a very, very loud. I smell fresh meat. Polar bear. No. Is it reindeer? No. What could it be? I'm going to put Arvitrus on the uh, turn order. Anyone oh, want to do anything at this moment? I imagine <laughs> I see the uh, chat is blowing up to run, run, run. No. Or does it run, run, run? You, now, just to be clear, you did say ancient dragon. Correct? Oh, ancient white dragon. Arvitrus, uh, to mm -hmm. anyone that's been in ten towns for probably more than three ten days, knows the legend of the great white worm, the most formidable foe of the ten towns area. You about to get uh, up, though. <laughs> yeah, he never met Oro. All right. <laughs> and so, from this distance, we can see him clearly, correct? Or no? Um, no, because the vision. I the vision no. is obscured. However, you do hear him. Oh, God. Why did that not take? Oh, why does Missy Step require vision to work? <laughs> oh, like that 15 way more. 
Okay. 15. Sounds nice. Okay. So let's take it to the top real quick. Uh, <laughs> uh, Abreus. Well, knowing that this is a dragon, knowing that dragons are likely going to be, going to be able to outrun us, I sheath my spear and I bow. I call upon all of the courtly manners I've learned that were eaten to me back home, and I go. Sorry, what's the dragon's name again? Arvatrus. Hopefully, you can see it on roll twenty. I can. Uh... Let's see oh, if I can. No. So I go Arvatrus. This Noble, is Arvatrus. Uh... Yeah. Okay, Arvatrus. Noble ancient dragon. We bow, we bow in thy presence, and you speak of meat. We do have some, I'm going to assume that we had skinned some of the bullet meat to keep with us. We do have some bullet meat that we can offer. I know it is but a tiny pittance of what thou dost deserve, but we hope that this will begin to sate thy hunger. Roll me a persuasion check. Oh no. That's like my highest skill too. <laughs> With the ten. You don't really see the creature as much as hear its reply as it uh calls out I am only interested in a fresh kill. That's my turn. Six seconds. Oh boy. Somebody else wants to take a try persuading him. Hmm. That's the dragon's turn. We'll it see. is the dragon's turn. Um, how do I want to play this? Oh dear. <laughs> so I'll do this Oro out of the crippling uh, now out of the obscurity of the blowing wind you see a large dragon face peer out directly at you as it casts frightful presence hey i need a wisdom saving throw dc 16 anyone 20 pretty cool nice get out of my face fool so you see this as it tries to cast its uh, frightful presence amongst on you, um, and uh, yeah, it doesn't really seem to work. However, you see that Arvitrus is very interested in you at this moment. Uh, I'm as sure I'm the biggest snack here. Is that yeah okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, at this moment, uh, Idana, what are you up to? I need to do some uh, research on 
my dragon. Uh-huh, I'm sure you saw what I put in chat, so now you need to figure out what you need to do in response to that. Um... Mm. Idana doesn't know there's a white dragon over there, but she knows there is a dragon, and can it's assume speaking. that it is a white dragon. Yep. And you can hear it speak, and uh-huh. uh, no, on your question, the yeah. writer is not alive, and no, the writer or the creature is not under any sort of rule. Very cool. Not cool. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was sarcasm. I am scared. Um, golly. Golly, golly, golly. (laughs) This is not good. I don't know. Because this is an ancient (laughs) dragon. This bugger's been around for a while. Mm -hmm. So it's strong. Mm-hmm. Scary. Mm-hmm. What would Edonna do? What would Edonna do? But not necessarily hungry. Smells fresh meat. Mm-hmm. Which is intrigued by. Mm. Let me see. gonna just move myself um right here just kind of nestled between these two trees and I am going to Hold on to a dagger if it goes at any of my party, which can I even see this nope. dragon? I can't see. Okay. But I can hear it's from this area-ish. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to just hide here. If I hear movement, I'm just going to try and chuck my dagger. I'll give myself disadvantage too if you want. See if I can even hit it. Yeah. And I think that'll just be my turn. Okay. Idana doesn't fully know what's going on. She just knows something like not good is going on. Alright. Uh, who's next? That would be your boy. Oh, Oro. Oh, well, this, dragon, <laughs> this dragon just thought he's going to intimidate me. Uh, and I was already raging, so I'm... I'm this is nothing. Uh, reckless, by the way. Okay. Uh, 22, don't even need it. Hopefully. It's like 22 doesn't hit, and I'm like, well, I really effed up. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta look at our, let's see here. Oh, wow. No, okay. Uh, Yes, 22 does hit. 
Alright. Uh, that would be 23 damage on the first hit. Okay. Uh, and I don't hit the second hit. Back. Nope. The 23, that's, uh... That's some. <laughs> that's uh, that's a number. That uh, that's that's a number for sure. Okay. <laughs> like one tenth of its health, one twentieth oh, of its health. Probably like one thousand of it. Yeah, I wouldn't even say ten. Or maybe a twentieth. I have no idea if this thing has like a hundred and fifty or two hundred hit points. This is terrifying. I am so scared. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Oro, does that mm. conclude your turn? Uh, let me see. Let me see what I can do. I think that's. I think that's all I can do. So uh, <laughs> that's that's it. All right. I give him the finger. Like <laughs> I'm scared of you. Kill me. See what happens. All right. <laughs> Where's Torvro when I need him? Where is Torvro when I need him? <laughs> All right. There's that uh, one down here in the bottom. Oh That's boy. Oh, uh, Vale. Uh, you can hear some sort of violence happening. Uh, some. Some. Even grunts. through the wind. Uh, it's carrying on the wind. You can't really see anything. You just know something's going on. Uh, you're a screaming yeah, dragon. I wouldn't even gonna... hear screaming. It would be much more Oro going. <laughs> okay, she's gonna hope that this is still salvageable despite Oro doing what Oro does, and she is going to say, "Um, what is it? Um, Arbitrus. Oh, um, Arbitrus." great worm of the north we did not mean to we, we do not mean you any harm um we merely wanted to gaze at your magnificent magnificence oh great dragon truly the songs and tales fall utterly short of your of the reality oh our truth the chiefest and greatest of calamities <laughs> and she, she, um would you uh, would you grant us this one, you know, one token of letting us see your greatness, oh mighty worm? And we will be on our way. We did not mean to intrude and cause you any any sort of inconvenience. That's it. Roll me a persuasion with advantage. Okay. It was good. That was good groveling for an ancient oh, white dragon. That was <laughs> one more. Give me one more, please. Not a seven. There we go. Yeah. A twenty. Oh. All right. Uh, with a twenty, Vale, you have completely saved the party's <laughs> life as Arbitrus uh, sits back uh, after just kind of taking a little bit of a, a peck uh, of a hit from Oro as it 
clambers upon itself, uh, or not clambers, but uh, kind of hunkers back on itself as it kind of spreads its wings out, uh, casting more uh, snow about itself to obscure its path to leave. Um, in all, does anyone want to do anything before Arvitruce, uh actually uh, dips? Uh, a tag of opportunity to leave my range. Oh my god, please don't! <laughs> oh, I yelled well, no, Oro! Well, Oro, you are more... I guess, let me ask this. Is anyone else attending to attack Arvitrus? Uh, okay. I'll yeah. narrow down the initiative order really quick. <laughs> no, Vela is not planning to, Vela's planning to leave as soon as we can. How about uh, this? If I is continue knows the better part of discretion is valor and is groveling alongside Bell. <laughs> right. I uh, I want to rear my axe back and go. Can I have a keepsake? Like you know, a scale, a tooth, <laughs> a, a peck on the on the body. I don't know. <laughs> cool scar, something. Okay, I. Uh... You start to smell something very foul as Arvitrus okay. <laughs> takes a uh, dump in the, not on you, but in the near vicinity as they take off. <laughs> I just give a finger or her or it a finger and just walk away. Uh, as Arvitrus dips, uh, you are still in the midst of a blizzard. Uh, however... You are a lot closer to the, uh, well, I guess it, we, we can say that uh, you were able to make it out of such an encounter pretty easily. Uh, does anyone want to check any of the other bodies before I imagine we just keep continuing uh, down towards the ship? Um, we... Sorry, go ahead. I just say we keep going to the ship, is what I want to do, but... Yeah, no, Vel was going to check the other bodies, but that seems a lot le less prudent now that, um, yeah, yeah, she's going to just power walk as fast as she can out of this area. <laughs> That's fair. That's I, fair. Uh, I, I, I tie ourselves back up, by the way. Oh, yeah. Do you even know where the group is? She'll go over here and tie herself back up. Donna, over uh, here. At this point, you can't really see anyone. Uh, if they start yelling for you, you can do some perception checks to hear somebody. Uh, unfortunately, okay, roll I'm rolling for yell. something as well. Oops, that's a d20. I, I got a 19. <laughs> I can't believe I saved us by quoting The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if you saw my, my earlier post, but I mean, I yeah. said he's a a fire dragon from the north. Well, it's yeah. basically Drake, not dragon. But <laughs> Deception? Oh, boy. I am not very perceptive today, except for the That's one time. That's got a 19. Okay. Um, let's do this. Uh, so... 
What did you get? I, I see a three for a perception. Uh, what did you roll, Donna? A 19? There we go. Yeah, I got a 19. Um, I find the party. I think that's what you're going for, correct? Yeah. Just listening for things in the area to yeah. try and orient myself. You can tell uh, that they're kind of coming from uh, this area. The sound seems to be generating more so from this area off of the trees. Um, and Abreus, you don't really see or hear uh, your companion as much as you just hear the blowing wind of everything kind of going on around you. Uh, where was that blip again, DM? Give me one second. You'd be coming up here. Up this way? Okay. Yeah. I'll scoot this way. And I still need that 15 foot radius now. Yep. Uh, however, He's you're just a little out of range. Yeah, just out of range, Oro. Uh, how are you guys uh, going about getting each other? Um, I know you are tying, e some of you are tying each other together. Uh, or tying each other, well, how do you say it? Tying each other to yourselves or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, how are you going about getting the others to you? Um, after she ties herself, Bella's going to hold a mote of fire in her hand as a way to, uh, you know, draw light towards, for people to see probably through the snow, um, just something for them to head towards. And she'll okay. call out, oh, we're over here, back, back by the tree. Although... It's hard to tell where the tree is, and it's all white. Okay, perfect. Uh, uh, for, you can uh, have advantage on your next check to uh, see, since you're getting closer, you're in familiar territory, you're seeing more I frozen bodies. Yeah, there you go. There you go, you're able to find back. Uh, Aura, what's going on through your head right now? Uh, I wanted to kill this dragon, so I'm really uh, ticked off that it flew away and took a crap in front of me. <laughs> Fair. Um, dude, so let me ask you this question. I, I hit this thing, right? Uh huh. I, I I did. I did some damage to it. Mm -hmm. Is there any blood on my uh my axe? Uh, I just like nick its hide. I would much. say you would nick its hide. I wouldn't say there'd be much blood. But there is a little bit. Like droplets. I would say a droplet or two, yeah. Right. I am trying to save the droplets. <laughs> okay. Put in a vial, do something with it. I have do you have a vial? Let me look and see what I have here in my... I have a water skin. Can I pour my water out and have it put in the water skin? Oh, you'll need that. <laughs> I mean, if you want to sacrifice water for uh, for that, yeah. I'm, what's in my explorer's pack? Let's see. I yell out, anyone got a vial? Unfortunately, you can't see anyone, so the sounds are distant, and uh, people uh, hear it on the wind, something about a vial. <laughs> Great. I just, I, then, then I just pour my water out and let it drip into my, my water skin. Okay. For the, for the time being. That's that's all I'm doing right now. Anyone else? Um, no. Bella's just gonna encourage people to move forward, I guess. Yeah, no. Idana's just getting back with the group. Um, 
so that was interesting. Uh, Aura, where are you? Do I hear them? Uh, give me uh, perception with advantage. 26? Yeah, you hear it. Oh, jeez. Uh, over here. <laughs> that way. Northward. Or, like, not really north, but that way word. Um, we're gonna come towards you. I'll tie myself off with the group and just start heading forwards. All right. Assuming the group is following behind. Yeah. So it is now starting to get nightfall. Uh, you are uh, getting to a point where you need to make the decision. Are you going to go any further in this blizzard at night? Or are you going to try to wait it out like you did before? How close are we to the ship? I'll show you here. I'll bring this back to that one map. We're still a ways off. Yeah. Yeah, Vel's going to just um, suggest. So, can we find somewhere free of dead bodies? I can. I learned a new spell um, earlier today that might be able to. So, it'll give us a little campsite away from the cold and the snow, and it'll be a lot more pleasant. That sounds like a great idea, Vel. Are, are we still here, DM, or are we, have we got maybe gone through the trees now? Since we kind of like walked through that area, ah, you're still kind of where you're at. It was kind of, it was more or less zoomed into this section. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um. Yeah. A a place to stay out of the elements. I mean, at least for you guys, that that would probably be a good idea. I don't think I necessarily need it. All right, perfect. And let's uh, set up camp then, uh, much like we did last time. We'll just kind of say what we're going to do for nature checks uh, and oh, setting uh, up camp. Vel's actually going to just... Um, so one of her class features is that she can, once per long rest, cast a ritual spell without uh, needing to do the ritual time uh, and just its normal casting time. Okay. So she will take a minute to cast Leoman's Tiny Hut. Oh. Um, nice. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, it'll be um, it'll be white colored so as to blend in with the surroundings. Uh, so it just looks like a very perfect, you know, perfectly circular patch of snow, I guess. Um, and uh, inside is warm, um, and it's climate controlled essentially. So okay. away from the snow, very warm, a lot more comfortable. Perfect. Perfect. Set into the spell and seeking command. All right. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. So you can command it and do everything. So with uh, Lehman's tiny hut, uh, you get everyone pretty comfortable in this uh, little establishment. Um, is anyone wanting to role play anything for this moment? Uh, I need to just check mark a couple of things on my end and roll for for something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I think I'm good, honestly. I can't think of anything. No, uh, yeah, or just gonna sit there and stew about not getting to slay a white dragon and have that as a badge of honor. 
<laughs> I like that yeah. the DM replaces token with the dragon. Oh, um, hey, I, I guess I was asking if I have a vial. <laughs> there we go. Um, any, no, I haven't got a vial. No, I haven't got a vial. I've got an inkwell. You don't know? You got a vial? I, I do, actually. I, I should have a vial. I, I drank a couple of potions. Perfect. I have one? Yes, of course. Uh, what do you need it for? I take the vial, I pop off the cork off my water skin, and I pour in, like, I assume, like... A single uh, drop. A single <laughs> drop? That's after, all it is? After everything you've done for it, a single drop. I'll give that to you. <laughs> Did you cut yourself or something? <laughs> Are you this okay? Is blood. This is blood from that dragon. Oh. I hit it. Y'all didn't know that. I hit it. It's proof. Um, <laughs> okay. Good, well, good for you, I guess. Um, yeah. Congratulations. I'm saving it in case it's worth anything. Or can we I use mean, a component of anything? A single drop of dragon's blood. I'm, I'm not sure how you much good it you will don't do know, for Donna. you. I you mean, don't know. I would know better than most. I'm a bloody vampire, aren't I? Have you ever <laughs> killed a dragon or used dragon's blood for anything? No, I haven't. Okay, but then. A drop of anything other than, like, poison usually doesn't really account to much. Well, I mean, maybe it can be used in a ritual. You know, some I assume some call for, like, a drop of blood. And now I have a drop of dragon blood. Well, I congratulate you. Maybe maybe we can convince someone that it's worth something and get out of something else since we had to persuade the dragon to leave. Okay, <laughs> yeah, being being crafty with it, that's that's not a bad idea. And I tossed the vial to Adana. Keep that oh, safe for me. Um sure, yeah, I, I could do that. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh Abreas just got engaged. He's 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 still a little bit. It's first time he's come with the dragon. He's read about these tales, but obviously in the city you don't come across these kinds of beasts. Okay. And um, to calm himself down, he engages his ritual of making tea for the entire party. And you know he has these little satchels that he um you know he's packed with herbs from from Baldur's Gate, and he unpacks another satchel. This time it's one of cinnamon and ginger, and he puts a little bit of honey from his backpack and makes tea for the entire party. Oh, thank you. Oh, um, Aura, might I see your water skin? Water skin real fast. He'd be right Oh, okay. He'd be our bead. Um, what was I going to say? Give me a perception check real quick. All of us? Yeah. Yes. 17. 17. Ooh. Nice. Eight. Wow. Three good rolls. Oh my. Natural 20. Oh wait, Very before, before we continue with that then, uh, Vel will say, Oh, Aura, might I borrow your water skin for a second? Oh well, yeah, and, sure. I yeah. hand it to her. She'll cast precipitation on it to clean the blood off the inside, and we'll take some of the freshest snow off the top and warm it with the, uh, Warm it with her uh, precipitation and hand it back to him. So you don't, you know, dehydrate, I guess. Thanks. And yeah. It all worked out. Perfect. Yeah, no, certainly it might be useful. But yeah, sorry, DM, continue. No, no, you're fine. Perfect. Uh, so what you do here, 
uh, especially you, Oro, uh, sounds to be some screams on the wind. Uh, everyone rolled high enough to make the check. Uh, you can hear some screams on the wind as a female, I guess, human kind of uh, voices carries over the wind past the hut uh, going on. Um, you hear some dragon wings kind of pulse in the area and then back to the normal wind blowing. So that's not our problem, right? No. I don't think so. I don't want it, it to be our problem. Or just doing he's just mad now. A little bit of fumingness. He could have killed that dragon. Abreas kind of curses his own powerlessness to stop something so evil. But he has, but he knows he has to move on for the greater good. Torvald. No, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I don't think... You shouldn't look so dour. Um, or we walked away with more than we could have hoped. That dragon, he... He could talk. He was obviously ancient. He could have killed him. I don't think so. Maybe if we were stronger, but I certainly haven't the skill yet to best such a beast. I but mean, I have to. I have to agree with Vel. I. I bet you could put some powerful hits on it, and. Maybe Abreus, but I mean, I'm not sure what else we might be able to do. That's, I mean, from what I've heard, an ancient dragon, that's, that's a deadly monstrosity. Yeah, those kinds of creatures possess great magics and intelligence. And that armor, the scales are like armor and who was the bullet, and we killed it. I, I guess, but you know... Do you not doesn't... see the difference between a bullet and an ancient white dragon? <laughs> That's my best. I can't, I can't. I can't yes, have a laugh. The... I know <laughs> listen to the Merida impression. Yeah. <laughs> They're correct. Well, I... it, a bullet is armored like a tank. This dragon was armored like a tank. Yes, but you I, know... I, I hit it. I hit it, and I got it to bleed. If it bleeds, it can die. Oh, yes, most certainly. But I don't think it could die at our power level currently. Like, maybe in the future, if we've gotten stronger, and um, maybe even a few magically enhanced items on our hands we could probably best it but for now we should best leave the dragon where it is and after all we're in its territory it's got a certain level of control over its home i'm coming back to this place and i'm killing it probably not a bad idea actually coming back another time yeah, another time. And, um, uh, God. And... I, I walk over and I kind of 
Hat. You scoot oh, over. Yeah. <laughs> tiny we're, hut. On, we're on a tiny hut. Yeah. Well, I, like scoot room, I, don't want to, I scoot over and I, with my tea and I go, Oro, I share your frustration. I too, like, you know, this, that dragon is a great evil and while you and I might wish to battle for different reasons, I, I do think that Val and Donna are right. We need to get more powerful. And then we'll come down and take this dragon together, my brother. Oh, you know what I thought? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. Uh, she'll say, you know what I thought of? So it's a dragon, right? His horde has got to be in the area somewhere. You want to steal from a dragon It's not dead yet. Oh, no, not. Absolutely not. No, definitely not. It would smell us, it would hunt us down, it would eat us, and it would probably make it very slow. Um, I'm just saying, if we ever, you know, happen to one day, you know, just absolutely eviscerate it, make sure it's dead, never coming back, that horde would be, it could help a lot of people. I agree. Orders huffs, little, little, little frost, condensation out of his nose, <laughs> and then just turns over, old shoulder, and just goes to sleep. Mad. <laughs> All right. Uh, while you go to sleep, Oro, I need a saving throw. Oh no. God bless. This is why I just want to make these eight miles. Everyone wants to stop and slow down. I just want to be done with it. 17. Get out of here with your wisdom saving throws. Fair enough. Fair enough. You go to bed. It's not a, it's not a restful sleep for you. You finish no, up have, these eight miles in your own head. In my head. I have screams in my head and screams outside from a dragon eating people. I have terrible sleep. Uh... I need um, one from. I need you to make a perception. Well, let's call it Idana. Mm -hmm. Since I don't need to sleep. I guess it would be a perception check. Okay. With advantage. Well, yeah. Advantage. Well, I'll need it. Advantage. Thirty twenty. Okay. Uh, since you're not sleeping, you're meditating. You do hear what sounds to be footprints around your tiny hut. Um, nothing that seems to be too interested in uh, what's on the inside as much as they seem to be moving past it uh, eagerly, fastly, uh, on a mission of sorts, I guess is the best way to put it. You also... notice a bit of oh you know what no i'm gonna i'm gonna skip that part uh yeah you just hear the you hear uh footprints moving past the tiny hut um and what could be some murmuring uh you might even hear with a 20 the name o'reel on some of the uh wind uh murmuring 
Can I, like, open my eye and see what I see out there? Yeah, uh, with the tiny hut, you can just clearly see what's going on outside, right? There's there's no, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. thing going? Yeah. yeah, things can't see in, but we can see out. Okay, yeah. It's, okay, perfect. That makes it this easier. So you can see people walking past this tiny hut uh, that don't have any clothes uh, on besides just basic pants um they have long blonde hair um frostbitten skin and body parts all over as they have a uh, very odd colored uh weapons uh mostly it looks like from a unique stone as they kind of uh come to the area not really paying attention to the tiny hut uh, I would say they're notice, I guess, yeah, not even notice it, right? Because you can't notice it. So they're not, yeah, they don't even really see it as much as they're going about their business, uh, murmuring to themselves. Um, some, I would say one drops to their knees, calling out to Oriel to hear his cries and then gets up and starts walking past, uh, a lot towards the same trail. They're veering off a little bit north up here. If you guys can see that blip. Okay, so they're headed to this big open area. Yeah, that big open area. Okay, um, well, since they don't really pose a threat, I will just close my eye and continue meditating since I know nothing's gonna come for us. Right, okay, perfect. Uh, you sleep through the night, get the benefits of a long rest, uh, you guys awaken, um the uh i would say weather has cleared up to a point that you can see about 60 feet out the area that you're in is more or less always in a blizzard however this one's a pretty mild uh easily manageable after what you guys have uh suffered through um type of weather i guess is what i'm trying to say uh in this area um as you're waking up, you can see around you that there seems to be maybe one or two new frozen bodies uh, around you to accumulate uh, to the, or uh, I guess not accumulate, but add to the collection of frozen bodies. Not the one that uh, was on the back of the white dragon, unfortunately, uh, for you, Oro, but uh, you can see that some people weren't able to make it uh, this far alive. Well, what would you like to do? We've made it another night. Shall we keep moving on? Yes. Yes, let's do so. Okay. So we uh, more or less break down, or however you, uh, what, dis, uh, stop focusing, or how, or how does well, the... Uh... All she has to do, so after eight hours it disappears, but she can also just leave the hut and it'll vanish. Oh, perfect, that works. Uh, yeah, so uh, you get your rest, you're able to leave, it vanishes, uh, you're back into the snow. Uh, you can, uh, like I said, see some people a little more scattered out uh, in this section here. Um, less than what was in the area before, kind of lining the trail, but so far you are clear to go. All right, well, let's get a move on then. Yes, let's. 
So I for... move with an eagerness, just so you guys know. I'm okay. I'm, I'm moving. How's the vision? Yeah, you're seeing about uh, 60 feet around you. Like I said, it's not okay. quite blizzard uh, obscurity. Uh, you get double that. However, you're at a point of uh, you can tell at any moment it could change, I guess is, is the way to put it. Okay. Um, oops. I need to scroll down, don't I? Oh yeah, sixteen. Where do you want us to go, DM? Uh, you can make it to about here. Cool. To this tree line here, knowing that this is your next little section. Uh, Are we on the outside or the inside of the trees? How about that question? Uh, where do you want to be? There, well, let me ask you this: As we are following this path, is it a fork right here, and is one the weapon win, or is it just one that goes around the trees? That's up to you because you're following the path of your mind. Of your dreams, it you can oh, go up and around, man. or you can go through the trees. Oh man! Well, have how about this? We're off table, <laughs> off table, DM. Do you want me to go up, or do you want me to go down? Uh, down would be towards the ship. Uh, going up would be towards the, uh, I guess, weird people that uh, Idana saw. Uh, there, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Up would be just kind of into the. Uh, mountain range. I, I, You're trying. I'm, to... I'm talking. I'm talking more about the chair, just like this. And then... Oh, I got you. I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. I miss. Right. I like, misunderstood like if, that. Right, we're right here. Is it a T right here, going this way, and then also going this way? Yeah. Or is it just one path, and then it loops back down? That's... Uh, it's a T. You okay. can. Yeah, you can go either way. You can go through the trees, or you can go up and around them. The fastest we'll way the is through the trees. Yep. We're gonna go. We're going to go through the trees. Uh, you do see some more people. Uh, frozen. I don't want to say people. Humanoids. Uh, frozen. Uh, all around. Uh, you don't see all of them that have glowing marks anymore. The closer you get, there's no longer glowing marks. Uh, you all, uh, at this point can start to feel a bit of whispering in your ears something hitting your eardrums uh, you can make a wisdom check uh, or choose to fail it and listen I guess is what I'm trying to say a wisdom save I guess I'm Don't making worry. that save yeah I'm making the save that's like only that. an 11 that's only a 6 <laughs> oh boy. Oh, cool. The way we go. What That's about Torvril? What happened to that poor fella? Oh, yeah. Torvril. Let's bring <laughs> him back into this uh, this realm here. <laughs> I got left behind. I'm sorry. I uh, dropped something on my foot. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Wisdom save. Oh, he gets a 26. <laughs> There you go. Oh. Torval is going to choose to fail it uh, so he can hear the message <laughs> as well. Um, at this point, uh, it's safe to say that all of you can hear this crying out, this uh, call for help. Um, as uh, you feel a wave of tele... What would it be? Telekinetic... Uh, telekinesis, I guess. Uh, 
hitting uh, your ear uh, as you start to... Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Telepathy as it hits your ear and then your mind as you start to hear uh, something that sounds alien, but then start to make sense to all of you. Help. Kill it. And then it goes away. But it is on repeat. I would say every couple of seconds you hear, help. Kill it. Mm. <laughs> Don't like that. Oro, does this sound f feel familiar to you? The voice, yes. Message, no. It's interesting. Um. DM. Uh huh. So we talked, mm -hmm. and we, when Aura was created, uh huh. There were two creatures. Right. Uh, is this coming from the second one? Mm, uh, I'm trying to remember what that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Send me something so I can read it, because I am trying to remember what uh, our second one would be. Okay, well, here. I'll do it like this. I'll just send you this word. Yeah, that's fine. Um... You guys are not uh, compelled to quickly. Uh, oh, uh, you guys are not like eyes glowing, compelled to go help to lose as much as you are now receiving this desperate call for help. Okay. Okay. Everyone behind me, and I have my great accent out. I loosen my spear. Okay. I'm gonna hold on to my ice dagger. <laughs> so and I have a firebolt ready. As yes, absolutely. <laughs> as you uh, start heading your way towards this lovely, uh, oh, I guess a destination. I'm trying to pull up. Where did you go? All right. Uh, we, what do you guys think? Uh, we're about two hours in, uh, do you guys want to take a quick break before we approach this area and dive into this, uh, use the restroom, refill drinks, or do you guys want to keep going? I mean, okay. We can take a break. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and then, uh, then we'll, uh, dive right into this <laughs> section. <laughs> Oh, this will be fun. All right, perfect. I'm going to pause. Welcome back as we take uh, finish our break here. Uh, we're heading into the uh, heart of our destination here. Um, as you guys are kind of trudging deeper into this mountain valley, an eerie glow betrays the monstrous outline of something stupendous. Uh, and ominous. It looks like a cephalopod with slimy, ropey tentacles as thick as tree trunks uh, that has tried and failed to bury its immense bulk in the snow. 
as uh, you start to see this vision, I guess. Uh, I need everyone to make me a perception check. 23. Nope. Natural 20. Nice. Nice. Is that 15 yours, Oro? Yes, it is. Okay, so Oro, Idana, and Abreus, uh, you all see some movement in the snow underneath uh, the snow as it kind of tunnel as a it looks like a uh, the the surface is disrupted in uh, lots of tunneling manner um, kind of moving around this next part uh, it seems to react upon the movement of your footprints maybe each step you can kind of see a little bit better especially you Abreus with your natural 20 because he's very away. attracted to movement how far away is it uh, you're about 75 yards off. Uh, they would be right in here in this opening. I um, I motioned to the rest of the party and note that there's hostiles incoming. And to get ready. Yeah, there's there's definitely something up there. We, we need to be wary with our foot placement, I guess. They're underneath the snow. Does it look like they're coming towards us? Uh, not directly at you as much as with each movement, with each vibration, I guess, kind of loud sound, it seems to startle them up to move closer in your direction, but you're still a good, de a good part off. I would say they probably close in about two to three yards each time. And is there any open cover? Like, is it all like open cover or is there like rocks or trees that we can pop onto? Or is it an open clearing to get to the ship? There you go. It is an open clearing. No okay. rocks, nothing. Well, Oro, I I guess this is your call. Do you want to just go in guns blazing, or what? Well, what do you think? I uh, I gave you Donna a a nod, and I just brought on up to the ship. All right, <laughs> Oro right, just doing his thing. Yeah. Running, uh, he's going to... running, but but nice steady trot up. Yeah, Bell right, will follow his. I follow him. Me. Oh, Bell's gonna follow him and say, uh, "So, what kind of what can we expect in the ship? What?" Yes. Oh, yes. I'm Place your curious. tokens at the top of this battle map, please. Uh, so, cool. <laughs> so you guys are coming in and you start to see as you're just blatantly walking up. Oh, I need to add Torvril, uh, to this, uh, situation here. Oh, wait. Uh, I have cast Mage Armor on myself earlier. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so as you're coming up, 
uh, you start to see these creatures are definitely honing in and on your position as they start to uh, charge towards you at this moment. Um, let's just roll. Come on. Let's just roll for initiative. Yeah, remove all turns. Uh, where is it? There it is. There we go. Twenty. Oh, I need you over here. What is your initiative? Okay. All right, guys. Uh, so you come in. Uh, you have. Uh, let me just. Why is that doing that? There you go. Um, you come in, you see these creatures start to rear up as they uh, are charging at you. Uh, and yes, I need to put Torbrel. Thank you for reminding me. Idana, <laughs> uh, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, let me see. Oh yeah, these suckers are way too far away. Um, I will just move forward. Oh, where was that? I already forgot. Right there. Okay. So I'm gonna move myself. This is what's coming. There. Kinda... Okay. Ooh. That's uh that's what you're seeing. Lovely. Ice bugs. Nasty buggies. Yeah, they're ugly, oh, so you're gonna move oh, yeah. no. <laughs> So you see the ship on the distance as these things come up. You're gonna move up Adana and what are you going to do? Okay. Um so this thing is twenty feet from me, so mm -hmm. I'm going to just pull out one of my regular daggers. Okay. And just chuck it at this thing okay natural oh my gosh nice, nice. <laughs> holy natural cow. 20 go ahead okay, let me let me see um have to see I don't know if I have sneak attack on this thing do I have sneak attack on this thing no, I don't think I do no I don't do. think you do okay they're not surprised and yeah no way. they're not surprised so this is just a regular dagger so that would just be so four and then an additional what is that an additional d4 and that is a suck roll. So an additional two, so just six, six. damage on this thing. Okay, this uh, insect-like creature with all of its tiny centipede-like legs gets hit as it just kind of uh, uses its uh, all of its tiny little legs to move that dagger off into the snow and keep going. Nine damage total. Okay. Okay, you, you get you get plus uh, a certain amount. You roll. 
so good. no. So I rolled I rolled a one on a D four plus my three and then plus two. I guess. So it's okay. four plus okay. two, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. It was a really bad roll. <laughs> hey, every damage comes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, oh boy, totally. No one say that on a dragon. <laughs> well, a little bit different. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, Torval, you have so many options here. Uh, he's going to move forward up here about 30 feet here. Right, and uh, get a little bit closer, and I'm going to have him cast. Oh, let's see. What do you got? Yeah, we'll just have you cast. Where is a guiding bolt? Oh, damn. Nice. Twenty-two. Torver rolls a twenty-two on his guiding bolt. Pretty cool. Uh, that's sixteen damage. I'll put this one as the red carry-on crawler, and this one's going to be the blue carry-on crawler. As the red one takes sixteen damage. Uh, he's going to try to stay back and uh, assist, hopefully, in more clerical ways instead of being up front. As he, uh, as Oro, it shifts to you. Uh, well, I'm going to have to use the dash dash action. I can go 40. Right there where Don is at. Now I use the dash action. Get the rest of the way up. And hit this blue guy with my... Uh, Boring rush. Immediately after you use that, you okay? So you uh, make a melee attack with your horns. Mm -hmm. Okay. I imagine that does not hit. Uh, it does not. But you're nice that and close. Does, I am nice and close. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> All right. Uh, does that end your turn? That ends my turn. Oro, uh, as you go through and try to hit these uh, insecty creatures, uh, you miss as it kind of rears up a little bit, trying to get as tall as you, uh, doing a pretty good job as this large creature uh, squares up. Vel, you're starting to see the your teammates engage these ugly, spacey, ice, uh, what do you call them, insects, uh, closing in. What are you going to do? Yeah, she is going to step forward as she reaches into her component pouch. And um, uh, betwixt her thumb and middle finger, she has uh, sulfur and uh, bat guano. Um, oh. And then she snaps her fingers together. Ooh. And just behind this uh, them, so, so it doesn't hit Oro, essentially, it, just these two, it'll, um, she is going to cast fireball third level Yo. Except, except she is replacing the fire damage with force damage okay as an invisible wave of energy 
It'll, it'll be a little closer if it hit them. Sorry. Okay, no, you're fine. Uh, I was just making the, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's as an invisible wave of energy smacks against the uh, the creatures. I need a dexterity saving throw of sorry, uh, sixteen. Sixteen, got it. Yeah, dexterity. Yeah, sixteen, and they take twenty six damage on a fail or half that, um, if they succeed, and the snow around them just gets blown toward blown into you know in a perfect circle almost around and they get snapped by something you cannot see all right Uh, i got a 16 and a 19 so they'll take 13 half damage of force as they get hit by this front uh both taking 13 anything else um no wizards don't get bonus actions really so that is it all right awesome good hit uh you can tell the one the red one the one on the uh this side here towards the the uh east is a little more uh worse for wear as it's slowing down maybe not all the legs of this uh centipede like body are moving as fast or maybe even limp uh, mm. Let's drop us down. That was Vale. Oh, cool. Uh, so we'll start with the blue one. Uh, that's going to attack Oro. First, with a tentacles, which is a 26. I need a uh, DC 13 constitution saving throw. Or be poisoned. At a natural a, one. At one. Okay. So you take 12 uh, poison damage, and then it's going to bite down on you. Okay. Uh, that's an 18. All right, that's just my armor class. Yep. All righty. And that is seven piercing damage. The second one, uh, seeing that it's latched on to you, or seeing that the blue one has latched on to you, is going to make a mad dash directly at you, Idana. How far away are you? Perfect. 20 feet. It's going to run over and do the exact same thing to you. First, with a tentacle attack. That is 18. Yeah, that will hit, but let me let me see. Okay, yeah, go for it. There, so that's uh, <laughs> eight poison damage, and then they're gonna try to bite down. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a 13. I don't think that hits. Yeah, that one won't hurt. Okay. So it moved up. It tried to bite down. Uh, I need you to make me a DC 13 constitution saving throw or be poisoned for a minute. Another nat one. All right. Let's get you. So both you and Oro are poisoned. Uh, is that Abreus? Okay, Abreus, seeing that his allies are under siege, kind of whips out his spear, 
first he kind of imagines um, these silver veins going through his hand and he grips it and casts Hex as a bonus action on this one, on uh, the this okay. um, parent crawler. So you see kind of silvery veins kind of go over the body and kind of clench into it as he imagines his arm clenching on it. And then he rushes forward to attack with his spear. Okay. And I attack with 20. a 20. Hits. And it does. Uh, oh, sorry. That, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's eight points of piercing damage. I rolled a one. Okay. But I also added an additional three points of necrotic damage for 11 points of damage. Okay. And I'm done. All right. Uh... With that, this creature is not looking great. It looks like it's definitely taking a lot of uh, blows and pain. Uh, looks like you're getting close to wearing through its armor to get a good spot for a kill, I guess. Uh, back to the very top of the torn order is Idana. Hmm. I am not happy, so I'm just going to bite this bugger. Okay. 21. Okay. Hits. So it gets this damage. So 8 piercing plus an additional 10 necrotic damage. Alright. And I heal for 10 points. As I suck away part of its life. There we go. It is now mortal. Uh, so, uh... Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Give me one second here. Um, DM. Not that I want to do this, but like, doesn't poison give disadvantage on attacks? All right, coming back here. Uh, yes. Uh, thank you. With the poison effect, there is a disadvantage roll that needs to happen, Idana. So sure. roll me once more on that fanged bite. It's a nine. I will. Take away that damage. Love it here. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Back to 44. All right. We're back up. As uh, creature. Cool. <laughs> All right. Torbro. Um, I'll just growl at it. <laughs> um, I think Torbro's going to step over here uh, and give you. A quick cure wounds to help boost you up a little bit. Don't know if cure wounds actually does anything to undead. Oh, that's right. Let me look at this. On undead or constructs. Okay, so I, I take that back. Um, yeah. <laughs> I need to figure out how to actually get points back for my life because I've only got so many bite attacks that I can do but I I'm not a conventional vampire so I'll have to talk with you about that yeah yeah we'll go through that he's gonna cast his spiritual weapon I forgot that he had that so that needs to come out his scales of justice here uh, are gonna come out and he is going to try and hit with those real quick that is an 11 does not uh, hit 
Lay on hands, works on undead. Your blessed touch can heal wounds you ever pain. Oh. It doesn't say it only works on um, on any base I'm undead. It says it doesn't have a condition on it. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Uh, so with that, um, he's going to move here and with his action actually, oops, actually try to uh, hit this carry-on crawler with his warhammer. A nine doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, Oro. I'm going to rage. Bonus okay. action. Uh, I'm going to hit this thing recklessly. So I get advantage, and so I just am a flat hit on this thing. Uh, that poisons. So I just flat hit. The 26 hit? Yeah. Great. Uh, take 26 damage. Nice. This thing is uh, mortal. Great. Uh, doesn't doesn't hit. Doesn't, doesn't hit. hit. Um. All right, Oro. Vel. Yeah, I can see these things over Oro, right? Correct. And the rest of the party. Okay, cool. Um, she is going to reach into her uh component pouch again, and this time pull out a small diamond, and. You watch as it glows as she throws her hand out toward the creature, and she's going to cast Chromatic Orb and just replace the damage with, again, Force. Oh, but not one. Never mind. Oh, that's a 17. Oh, thank fuck. I thought that was the one. I'm very blind. <laughs> 15 to hit. Uh, 15 does hit. Okay, and this will be Force Damage. Um, 16 Force Damage on the one in front of Oro. 16 Force Damage kills this beast you watch as a small little uh a little bead a little little uh bead of, bead of magic cup flies from her hand and flies right through the uh head of the creature in and out one side Ooh. <laughs> so yeah uh this creature falls to the snow down uh excellent excellent job uh as we drop to one uh creature left and i think that's its turn which it's going to oh we'll go to Euabreus with a tentacle attack oops that's the wrong character sheet tentacles there you are a 25 to hit that hit that is 10 poison, and I need a DC 13 constitution saving throw, please. You. Saves? Oh, yes, saves. Okay. So you're good. You're not poisoned. Uh, and then a bite's going to come down onto you, Idana. Oh, boy. I got a 22. Yeah, that super hits. Uh, 8 piercing damage. And that'll end its turn. That brings us to you, Abreus. Alright. I I kind of, you know, kind of shake the poison, uh, kind of poison and the acid away from where it's smeared into my arm. I, my, I get really angry and I attack first in my spear. Okay. 27 Ooh, hits. 
Um, and that is going to be 12 plus 17 points. So 17 points of damage for my first attack. What's the, uh, where's the, is the five coming off of that crit that it's rolled? No. Sorry, uh, yes, but in this case, I have an, I have hex on it anyway, so I'm just going to oh, use right, that Oh, right, right, right. I got you. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, yeah. so 17. Uh, it's barely hanging on mortal. Okay, uh, and I swing back around, and I use the butt of my spear and do a bonus attack. Yep, for 24. nice. Yep, hits. And this is... Yes, there you go. <laughs> for another beat six, so that's 14, so 31 points of damage in that round. Okay, perfect. And this creature is officially dead. I go like, how dare you like attack my friends? And I look at you, Donna, and I kind of like swipe it, and I plunge my bottom of my spear right into his head and cause the acre to spread out. Now I unclench the hat. Very nice. So as things kind of calm down, the ship is looming in the distance. Uh, you don't see any more action in the snow. You just see that there are still people, uh, not people, excuse me, the humanoids uh, around you. Some look like they're facing towards the ship. Some look like they're facing away from the ship. There... Uh, seems to be clear weather uh, not clear uh, yeah clearer weather uh, still blowing around you obscuring vision past 60 feet but you know uh, for what you've been through it's pretty clear doesn't look like uh, there's going to be a blizzard at this moment um, does anybody need healing um, not feeling too great personally but I don't actually know how to go about that. I uh, I would take uh, five of your hit points to neutralize the poison effect. If, if you can use it. Yeah. The poison goes after one minute, though, I think. That's what you said, right, DM? Uh, yes, correct. So if we're getting to combat again, I'll neutralize you then if we're still in combat after within a minute. Here. Do you need more any more healing other than that? Uh, I mean, I took some damage, but I'll be all right. Okay. All right. Are, are you like sure, the... Oro? Uh, me. <laughs> Oro's uh, wanting to uh, test the theory if he can die or not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, touch me. Do whatever you want. Uh, I give Oro five. Um, sorry. Five hit points. Okay. Uh. Oh, I feel very awkward about this. Um. Okay. I'll Do you want just... to thank one of us to heal yourself so that? Oh gods, I don't know. Maybe we can just take a moment and rest. <laughs> Oh, Oro doesn't want to rest. Uh, Oro wants this this um, over and done with. Y'all can rest. Um, Oro will leave then. Or, walk on, on his own. Orville, do you have something that can you know, get rid of poison? Yeah. Well, the poison the poison will go away. It's it's not necessarily the poison that I'm worried about. It's oh. that I'm not feeling up to snuff at the moment. 
Um, so, mate, uh, if you need to rest, I don't see why not. But the only thing is, um, do we do we know if these creatures were sent after us from the ship? Uh, I mean, they weren't coming after us. They were just here at the ship. So I imagine they're just creatures from the ship. So we could rest if you guys wanted to. Uh, perhaps, uh, uh, or but I I will follow Orod's lead on this. All right, fine. I'll, we we can rest. Oh, well, I mean, it's it's only me. I'll I I should nope, be okay. I, I've already hit the hit dice button. I'm back at full health. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. first of all. Are we? Do we have a chance to rest safely? Like, assume that we get out of, you know, out of sight of the ship, find a, a nice, good place to rest. Can we get a short rest, DM? Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me do something here real quick. Let's see what the dice go. Oh, twenty-six. Uh, how are you planning? I mean, you have your tiny hut. Are you gonna cast tiny hut now? I mean, I guess rest? I could ritual. I could ritual cast it for ten minutes. I guess if people really want to. Uh, yeah. I would say. Uh, I guess to answer, like, oh yeah, probably not resting here uh, next to the crash ship that has a high amount of traffic. <laughs> would probably not be the best idea. However, the hut is going to give you the uh, best advantage against anything since they can't really see you, right? So that's up to you Yeah, guys. no, they can't see you. So I don't know if you want to keep going or if you want to uh, just go in guns a-blazing after a heal. I don't, yeah, what do you guys want to do? It's up to you. I mean, Oro's already rolled his hit dice. Let's just go for that. Okay. Okay. I will roll my hit dice, too. And I'm gonna... Uh, <laughs> arcane Recovery. And get back a Crucible Spell Slot. Okay, I'm back up. Okay. okay, so I need to roll 3d8. You're rolling all your hit dice, huh? Are you that bad? Are you that beat up? Like 36. And if we're going to go fight Mind flayers, that's scary. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what we're fighting, Adana. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, whatever we're fighting, I'm glad I have a high intelligence save. <laughs> <laughs> that might only be you, Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. an idiot. I have an 11. <laughs> okay. I didn't actually need that last hit dice. That was an accidental click. All right. Um, they weren't going through when they should have. So when uh, you guys finish up your rest, um, yeah, I'm good now. It mm -hmm. is now 
the I would say over the oh yeah I would start to say you're about midday uh, as you're finishing up and does anyone want to do anything before you actually approach the ship any sort of role playing or strategy or anything like that before I move us into that uh, area nope I'm just walking in I, as we walk in, I just say to Adana and say, "You're," as I said, "you know, despite your nature, uh, well, not despite, but I understand your nature. And if you need to bite one of us to survive, as long as you promise continue to serve the greater good, you may have my blood." Oh. I'm. Are oh. you sure? Yes. I'm okay. ahead of them. I'm I'm ahead of them. I'm I'm leaving them. We're keeping up. I'm just whispering to Donna as we as we charge in behind you. I, I don't know how pissed you think like I am. Like, I am <laughs> I am fuming. I am done. <laughs> Oro Angie. All right. Let's. I didn't get to kill a dragon. I just got slapped by a giant slug, and <laughs> I have had good sleep in like a week and a half. I am. I'm going. Oh, All right, so let's go in. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are uh, moving forward, moving fast. Uh, you're able to whisper to uh, to Idana, Bell, anything that you want to do or say as I'm moving us to the other map. Um, nothing that I can think of. She's just gonna follow everyone. All right. Dark map. Dark, dark, dark map. I need to delete that, and I need to delete that, and I will move you guys right here. You see that blip on the map? If you don't mind moving your token down in that over. corner. Yeah, down in that corner. Oh, I'll blip it again. Uh, I'll show you right over here, bottom oh. left. All right. So as you uh, get closer uh, to this, uh, I guess, downed ship, you can see that it's built of organic uh, matter. Uh, there's some iron. There is some wood. Uh, there's uh, some definite, uh, well-thought-out structure as it looks like a nautiloid shell kind of rolled up in itself with those tentacles that you can see hanging up front trying to that once tried to dig themselves and conceal them in the snow um there's a little bit of a tilt to it but not much as it's just kind of sitting off to one side um the way up on this neck uh, excuse me up onto the ship is about five feet to move up here Uh, Oro, yes, you can pretty much tell, you know, the layout of the ship, especially, uh, since you escaped. So you kind of know this is the, uh, the forward deck that you're about to climb up onto. All right. Um, everyone, climb me. Get on. Uh, watch your backs. And, okay. uh. Keep your mind in check, and I jump on. Perfect. I'm going to try to move. Yeah, we'll just move you guys all up here. 
Oh, no. I see so, things. So, uh, this deck is about five feet above the valley floor and covered with some fresh snow. Mounted to the deck is a ballista covered in ice. At the back of the deck is a double door made of uh, chitin. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Chitin, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you. Chitin <laughs> and iron is tucked under two higher decks, the lower of which has another ballista mounted atop of it. You also see a flesh golem standing by the door, staring directly at Oro. Hello, old friend. Oro. U- uglier than ever. It just stares at you. I uh chuck a jab one at it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so throw your javelin and uh, see if it hits. Uh, Fourteen does hit. Going for six damage. Are we just jumping right into battle? It sounds like. Uh, no, I, I, I want to hit. Hit it? I want to see what it does in the response of the getting hit by the javelin. Yeah, it's going to attack. You just attacked it. You're a threat. <laughs> and, then, and then I wave it. And so I, I chuck the javelin, and then I wave the side crystal out. Like, is this what y'all want? That's it. Yeah, it's going to attack. <laughs> so, with Good the 96, ball. it's going to charge forward and try to take the Psychrystal from you, Oro. Uh, let's all roll initiative. <laughs> Every time. Oh, they call her. Oh, I thought it. Uh, Hold on, guys. Just want to click there one sec. Oro, you're 22. I thought it's 16. Correct. Vel, you're 16. Yes. Uh, Breus, what are you? I was seven. That's already in there. Okay. Uh, I just have some doubles on mine, so I'm just making sure you got the 70. Donna, are you a 13? I've got the 13. So the 20 was from last time. Okay, there we go. Oh, I got removed from the turn order. Oh, did you? Darn it. I see you as 16. Is it still not up there? Yeah, it's not up there for me. I see 13, 17, 22. 13, 7, 22. Sorry. Give me one second. Apparently, roll 20 is acting up because now I, nothing's working. Come on. Uh, wait, yeah, I see you on my side, so I'll just come back to you as a 16. Uh, 
since I don't want to complicate roll 20 right now. Um, I need to roll initiative for my flesh golem. We've got a two. And Torvril. Yep. And Torvril, thank you. That should be a two, not a ten. And Torvril. Do, 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 do. I guess I need to bring Torvril on the map, don't I? Might be good. All right. Torvril, nice with the fifteen. Okay. Um, so Oro, you got a twenty-two. Uh, you'll start us off. Uh, go reckless on this great axe tech. Okay. Doesn't really matter. I assume it's 21 hits. Yep. 14 damage. Okay. And then the 16 hit. Uh, yep. 13 damage. Okay. Uh, and I will hammering horns. Try and push him. Okay. Strength checks. Competing strength checks as you push. Uh, it's so it's not a competing strength check. I don't think. I just have to uh, meet your DC, my DC eight plus your proficiency yep. bonus plus your strength modifier. Right. What's your proficiency bonus and your strength modifier? So it's a total of fifteen if you get the beat. Okay. Perfect. Ooh, I got a natural one. He goes back, was it five feet? Ten. Ten feet. He can. I'm not sure if he can go anywhere. The wall behind him. Yeah, if you're pushing him directly towards the ship, yeah, he'll just. Yeah. <laughs> not really anywhere for him to go. Uh, do you, you want to push him to the no bludgeoning damage. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Do you want to try to push him a different way? Or do you just want to, uh, like, hit him and just well, keep him there? Yeah, we can, like, go, like, right here. Can you, like, right there? Yeah, I'll put him over there then. Cool. All right, that works. Uh, and then that should be Veil for 16. Yeah, she's going to just uh, move over here and cast a Firebolt at it. Okay. Uh, Firebolt. Oh, 11. Not going to hit, right? Yeah, actually, no, 11 does hit. Oh, wow. Ooh, you need a hit. Yeah. Uh, for 9 fire damage. Okay. And that's it. Alrighty. Alright, Vel, uh, Idana. Is it Torvril? Okay. Or, yeah, well, I'm sorry, Torvril at the bottom there. I forgot to move him. That's... That's fine. Go for it. Um, Get our little dwarven buddy. Yep. <laughs> Toro, you have so many options. Uh, I'm going to save the it. Not yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just finish it. Let me 
see what do I got to do for Total the Dead real quick. You point out a creature you can see within range. He is within range. And yeah, perfect. So he's going to Toll the Deadum. I need to do a Wisdom saving throw. Why? Oh, that's a cantrip. I see. Why? I got a natural 20. Oh. If the target is missing, it takes 1d12. No damage increased by 1 when it reaches 5th level. So that should be 2d8. Do I take half of it uh, if I pass? No. Nope. Okay. So if I would have failed, I would have just taken the 2d8. 2d12 because of 5th level, right? And no, because it's damage. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, perfect. Uh, so it's a cantrip. Doesn't work. Uh, he's going to bonus action bring out that uh, Scales of Justice as a backup and oh cast my. it right over here. Yeah, okay. Uh, that brings us to Idana. Okay. Um... Can I even move? I can probably push past, like, back this way, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can stink past them. Okay. Come on. So he's only 25 feet away. So I'm going to... Just come right here, and since I'm up on it, I have my sneak attack, and I'm going to just stab it with uh, the ice dagger. Okay. Nice hits. 19? Yep, hits. Nice. Holy cow. Pretty cool. So, 5 plus 11 plus 7. Was that 23? I think so. Let me double check. Yeah, 16 and 7. Yeah, 23. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, so 23. How's it looking? Uh, bloodied. Finally bloodied. Uh, this flesh golem really? is starting to, uh, I guess, gather itself up a little bit. Because I think it... Oh, no, it's a braces turn. Uh what are you going Let me to move do? Out of the way, actually, before okay. it's Brace's turn. I am yeah, going please. to Yeah, use my cunning action and back away back here behind Oro and disengage. Okay. Perfect. And then that's my turn. Alright, thank you. And then uh Abreus. Okay. Again, I'm disgusted by this um this uh, this kind of abomination of that of death. Because obviously all creatures deserve a restful peace. And so I imagine that, you know, the divine energy channeling my fist again. And I imagine it crawling, the gray energy crawling over its flesh. Okay. I cast Hexman again. Okay. And I attack it and I whip out my spear and, and pierce it with my moon touch spear. So it's, um, so it's an attack. Ten. Does it hit? <laughs> uh, ten does hit actually. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, it's just hey. a flush going. So that's 8 piercing damage plus 
another two necrotic damage, so ten damage total. Ten damage. Oh, interesting. Okay. Hold on, I need to read something. Are you uh, any other uh, moves or anything on that, uh, Abreus? No, and I kind of set my spear ready to receive its blows. Okay, perfect. Hmm. What do I got two divider pearls? Um. Okay, so as you do your damage on it, uh, it looks at you. Uh, and starts to convulse for its turn. It starts yeah. shaking. You can see that it doesn't understand what is going on as it starts clawing towards its chest. As it's clawing towards its chest, you can see a almost like fist push out from the middle. As it happens once again, and then again a little bit more tearing as the skin and the stitches from this flesh golem start to rip open and a slad tadpole lunches out, hits the deck, and starts scurrying away. Gosh. thought it was a slad. God damn it. (laughs) As... Also, would a slad tadpole be a slad pole? Uh, yeah, a slad pole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well... Does it look like the chest tore open the same way that those corpses did? It does. Oh, fun. Tadpole bad. All right. Does anyone get an attack of opportunity on this tadpole as it runs off? Uh, Yes, absolutely you can. Uh, Let me pull this up. You have to be quick as these babies are... Where you at? 22 to hit. There we go. 22 does hit. 10 piercing damage. Okay. Kills it. It's a one shot. And I stab it and skewer it and it's like wriggling and I kind of stomp on it with my boot. (laughs) <laughs> okay, perfect. You kill it, stomp on it, and uh, yeah, you one-shot it. It had 10 HP. Uh, it is dead. Just came out of the thing's chest. That's disgusting. What's scary is who, how it got there and who put it there. And look at Oro. There are rare things in this place that you will ever imagine. Should we just just burn this place down? It's clearly a hell house of horrors. There are, I I imagine, there are things on this ship we can use. Maybe magical, maybe components of things. Gold. We'll loot the place and then burn it down. Well, let's get going then. Yes. Oro, we'll follow your lead. I bust open the doors. Going in quietly? <laughs> has, has Oro, Oro, what do you think? Yeah, has Oro yeah, ever been quiet? Yeah. All right, Oro. <laughs> As you come in, 
Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I gotta load up a whole nother different set of character sheets now. Give me one second. <laughs> oh boy. Good thing we took that rest, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, Oro. You kick open these doors. You guys can step in as well as you see three very familiar faces, Oro. Uh you see three gnome squidlings. Um, oh! Oh, they're cute. Kind of standing well, They actually above. are incredibly cute. <laughs> As they kind of like look at you. Pokemon. Oh, yeah, kind of like a little Pokemon, yeah. With uh, They have, uh, you know, two arms, two legs, a tail, but on their face, uh, the gnome squidling has two very large uh, dangling tentacles that they kind of use for balance as they just levitate as their body's too fragile to really hold them up, especially in this kind of atmosphere. Um, as you enter this door, they start to scurry and run about. You can hear all the different sounds of uh, I guess creatures like this as they come through. Oro, um, in your hey, mind, up. in your mind, you hear are you here to kill it? I hold the crystal up just to kind of calm everything down. And then I will telepathically say to one of them, go this from here, kill what? They look, um, oh, how do I put this? There's a bit of fear that uh, is transmitted via this telekinesis. Um, as in they don't really say anything as much as show you a picture of a dark shadow that transforms its shape into a something small and uh, humanoid, but it transforms into something giant and in the shadows lurking. They don't really have a name for it as much as they know what they stumbled upon and got has been quite the headache to keep captured. Anything else in this room besides these three squid things? Yeah. Um, inside this uh, uh, room here is the cargo hold. Uh, there's attached to the walls in this chamber are three sets of chains. There's manacles designed to hold very large creatures, which you can pretty much uh, feel kind of like uh, is your home <laughs> for somewhere <laughs> you were kept, Oro. Um, you can see a staircase rises in the next deck amid crates, barrels, and broken bits of equipment. Um, you see uh, three... Yeah, you see the three small repulsive purple things that kind of float above the ground as they use their oversized face tentacles to keep themselves scooting along the floor. Um, are, these, are these guys back here? Are these uh, doors. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is everyone else doing as Oro's doing some exploring? Um, these things don't appear to be hostile, do they? No, not after the Psy Crystal was raised. Okay, she'll just, um, she wants to take a peek in these crates. Okay. You see... Ooh, I think... If I'm not mistaken, six laser rifles and weapon racks in some of uh, the crates directly in front of you. Oh, this is so strange. 
everyone over here. I've never seen anything like these before. Huh. What is that? It's some sort of weird fancy crossbow. Where's the... Where's the... Where's huh. the trigger? Oh, there's yeah. a trigger. It's and a I, and very I old gun. The... I don't know what a gun is. Basically... Take... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. She'll take one of the guns and aim it at the ceiling and pull the trigger. Yeah, okay. Um, make me an intelligence check. Okay. Uh... Oh, god damn, I got in that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. Backfires. I'm looking at a table real quick. Hold on. Okay, so what happens is that you can tell that you get, like, you can kind of get a good idea about what's going on with, like, how to hold it, but the operation of it seems a little bit past uh, your current comprehension, I guess. It's just not quite okay. making sense. Okay, she just shrugs and puts it back. Huh, weird. Can I go check out the gun? <laughs> yeah. Make me a uh, intelligence check. Intelligence. getting impatient. An eighteen. With an eighteen, you get one successful shot off, as you hear a laser pierce the sky and hit the roof. <laughs> oh, thoughts. Oro poke his head back out of the room. He. In and goes, Will you idiot stop I messing around? We had guns here. <laughs> I I'm look at the gun. I go in with Oro. Yeah, Vel has never seen one of these before. She's taking one also. She doesn't know when she'll see it again. She wants to study this thing. Well, he look. Ibria sees how interested Vel is and he just scoops the lot up into his bag <laughs> and then he heads with Oro. Okay. I don't, I don't want it. Don't hand it to me. I don't have any you. I'm just holding it for Vel. Oh. It's all right, big guy. Do what you can do. I got your back. So, Oro, in these areas, you see cryogenic stasis pods. Um, they're about five uh -huh. feet, five foot diameter. Uh, there's crimson, semi-translucent um, crystal spheres uh, that are on a low kind of, I guess, organically. Uh, organic material mixed with metal stand. Um, you can see that they kind of open up, but they're not in operation right now. It seems like they're powered Nothing down. Nothing of interest, man. Nothing of interest. I go to the next room. Is that room the exact same? Uh, yes, it is. Right. And I just go upstairs. Okay. So as you start to walk okay. upstairs, does anyone want to do any more checking of what's going on around? Um, no, anything? it looks like he's in a hurry. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just following Oro at this point. Okay. Oro, uh, as you start to walk up these steps, you are in a familiar, uncomfortable uh mindset as you remember the same steps leaving uh from the uh i guess uh, uh snatching the actual uh 
stone and fleeing and getting out, you also remember that there was a very large uh, creature that seemed to cause a lot of stress to these uh, creatures. Uh, The uh, squidlings, I guess. Right. Uh, What room am I in now? Okay. So when you come upstairs... Uh, you come up to the battle deck. Uh, as you're in the battle deck, uh, the, this middle deck has an open cowl. Uh, mounted to the deck is a forward-facing ballista. The walls are lined with ballista bolts uh, waiting to be used. And there's some more stairs leading up. Uh, door over here as well. Uh, Idana, check that door. and I'm going to go up the stairs. I'll go to the store. Do I hear anything beyond the door? Uh, yes, you do. What do I hear? Um, as you kind of hear, you hear some more of that same familiar, you know, noisy, uh, gosh, like almost squeaky and gooey sound that comes from these squiddling type creatures. Uh, this one seems more... Uh, how do I put it? Aggressive. Okay. Um, I think there's something not very nice beyond this door, Oro. I stop my ascent and I come back down and gently scooper to the side and open the door. Go in. Okay, so as you step in, Oro... Oops, why is that not popping up? Uh, So as you step in, uh, startled to see you after hearing battle sounds going on, uh, storming on uh, of all sorts, this gnome seromorph... Uh, the especially uh, looks familiar as your captor, as one that has uh, brought you a lot of pain and uncomfortable um, time. I guess, yeah, you, you were tortured here, is what I'm trying to say. All right. uh, and this All one right. probably was the one uh, that did it. Hello, friend. It looks at you and telekinetically, or it speaks in telekinesis as it says, We knew you would come back. As it kind of like curls its little face tentacles up a little bit, it's got its little laser pistol in its hand as it says, reaches out its little hand and says, Give back what you have stolen. What's killing you guys? I hear it going on. Oh, that's not a problem anymore. Now that right. you're here. I cast Hex on him. Oh, hey, whoa. Okay. First of all, can I start before? Can I hear this? If I can't hear this, then I won't act. Uh, if I can, I will. No, we're, we're, we're talking to telepathically. Yeah, it's telepathically. Yeah, telepathically. Okay, then I'm not, I won't act because I can't hear this. It's a, okay. it's a quiet room with just, just two people talking in their minds. 
Yeah, I was like, damn, I thought Oral had a quick finger. Like, oh. <laughs> I was say, man, what happened to this no murder hobo shit? <laughs> right, we're having this no murder paladin. He's like, I'm going to go kill this guy. I'm not a murderer. He's, I'm not a no he's murder my paladin. torturer. I will kill evil people. I haven't gored him yet. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, he looks to you uh, and he says, uh, that's not our problem. That's yours. Why is it my problem? Because if you want to go home, you'll deal with the problem, and we'll take you home. Who says I want to go home? Isn't that why you came? Home? This isn't my home. And when you say, this isn't my home, it casts Dominate Monster, Oro. I need you to make me a Wisdom saving throw. Not a monster, though. Dominate monster. It means any creature, essentially. Yep. You need a what save? <laughs> I need a... Uh, I think it's wisdom. Hold on, I just saw it and I scrolled past it. Yeah, wisdom. Oh, failure. Well, <laughs> Oro, you have a newfound duty. You want to go home. You believe this mind flare, this uh, genome seromorph, the uh, gnome seromorph, not genome, sorry, <laughs> gnome seromorph, uh, is speaking very uh, kind words to your ears, very, uh, very soothsaying uh, in a way that makes you want to just go ahead and take care of this problem for him and even hand back that Psy Crystal. Do I notice the spell him cast? I should be able to notice him casting the spell, right? Uh, we, yeah, it's a verbal and, uh... Okay. Yeah, it's um, a verbal spell. So I don't so. know what the spell it is, uh, but... Can I make a knowledge? Like, can I try to figure out what kind of effect it had by looking at can, who he cast it on? Can I try to at least figure out a little bit more detail so I can act on I, it? I'm you handing can, over a crystal right now. So. Yeah, you can okay, see I, that he is willingly handing over his uh, Psy Crystal. I realize that this is similar to the time that Oro took actions against his will, and I cast protection from good and evil on Oro. Okay. Because I recognize this happened before. And so um, it is. Shoot, where are my spells? I don't think it's going to do anything in this yeah. scenario. I think it's going to do anything. Yeah, it doesn't do your Oh, it shit. doesn't? No. Nope. Doesn't. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's charm. It's a charm effect. By a fey fiend or celestial, you know. Oh. Um, it doesn't, eh? Oh, then it's not. I can't do anything. That sucks. <laughs> so I yell and I grab Oro's hand and I yell for Idana and. No, no. Uh, I, I yell for Idana and for. Um... Sorry. Is, 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 is the gnome is the gnome any kind of a this these kinds of creature types aberrations? Is it an aberration? No. Oh, so it's not aberration. So, okay, then I yell, I grab his hand, and I yell for Donna to get in here. 
and then I go like he's been he looks like he's been possessed because I recognize the same effect so I try to grab his hand and keep the crystal from me because I know how much it meant to Oro shit me you know what I'm reading the gnome ceremony they're small aberration there's small uh, aberration on my uh, on my character sheet for a moment. <laughs> okay. So yes. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Yep. Okay, guys. Uh, so let's back up a second. So yes, that does work. Uh, excuse me. Uh, they are an aberration. So yes, you can uh, stop him from being charmed. Uh, or, so I yeah, whatever. Holy water and snap out of it like the exorcist. Exorcist and. You get so better safe, right? You get to make another wisdom yep. saving throw with advantage. Come on, roll. No, there you go. Fuck yeah. There you go. All right, Oro, you snap out of it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm reaching this crystal out, and I snap back, and I rip it back, and just chop this dude head off with my great axe. Try to, <laughs> at least. Okay. Uh, all right, let's dive into it again. Uh, so as you go to cut this creature down... Um, uh, roll me an attack, and then let me clear turn order because we're about to get into 16. another battle. Uh, sixteen. What are you? Uh, just hits. Eight slashing. Okay. Sixteen. Nice. Okay. I'm rolling initiative. Okay. All right. That's exactly what I needed to see. Okay. Um, uh, you said eight slashing, correct? Correct. All right. Let's get some battle music going. It's my, my turn. Um, Oro, it is your turn. Great. Uh, great. Uh, 21 does hit what's the uh what's the advantage for reckless a reckless attack okay yeah just make sure you're calling it out there you All go right, gotcha and then the other one 16 uh yes hits nine okay that's my turn okay uh, Veil with a 16. Okay. okay, perfect. I just want to make sure that one got through. Uh, what's uh, what is your choice? You can't really see anything going on. You are in the back room. Uh, you can hear a bit of yelling. It seems to be Oro doing his thing. Um, yeah, I'm going to. I can't squeeze between these two. Uh, yes, unfortunately, the way the ship is crafted, yet yeah, uh, more or less, Idana is blocking the way completely into this room. Oh, okay, that's my turn then. Okay. Do you want? Okay, do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. There's that's nothing fair. I could do. <laughs> Even a held action would do nothing. Right. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Abreus. Um. Can I? Can I flank him? Is it possible? Will I get an advantage from flanking him? I don't know the house tools here. Uh, yes. Uh, 
Yeah, you can flank them. I always do it. Uh, yeah, kitty corner, exactly. Kind of draw that straight line through. Okay, so I go around and flank him, and I attack with my spear, and I'm, I'm mad at this guy because something about him just seems off. All the horrors I've seen in a ship make me just want to dismember him. Fair. This is not a Mercy Paladin, guys. This is a guy who really wants to destroy evil, and he's decided that this, this creature is evil. Makes and sense. First with his uh, spear. Oh no! Oh, advantage because I'm flanking, right? Correct. So Correct. Hit, that's oh, yes. thank God for flanking. <laughs> oh God. Okay, that's nine piercing damage. Okay. And then I, I whip around my the butt of my of my spear and I attack again for a twenty-two. Uh hits. That's. 11 piercing damage okay. and just for for fun i'm gonna pump in a divine smite just okay. because i'm angry at the sky um and i am going to sorry i don't have divine smite here so i'm just going to manually roll so it's a first level spell that I pumped in for that eight points of radiant damage okay give me one second as I finish typing out this. Okay, good grief. All right, uh, this thing is bloodied, barely. Uh, yeah, really bloodied, I guess is what I should say. I'm done, and I go like, don't you dare possess my friends, and I kind of stab at it again, and okay. I'm done. Uh, so Torbrol is in the same kind of position. Vel is not really much he can do uh, where he's standing, uh, so, yeah, I don't, bad spot, oh, it's alright, I'm just trying to see if there's really anything he has, he just has so much, and I didn't look over his character sheet this week, which is my bad, <laughs> I forgot that, uh, he was gonna be busy, so, uh, yeah, I don't see really anything he can do in this situation, so, we're gonna skip him, uh, that brings us to you, Idana. I'm oh going yeah. In. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, Boros in the way. I can't get through. Oh, get through. oh my God. Can no. I get through? Uh, Boros no, not with Oro. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so bonk, bonk. I hit Oro in the back with the door. <laughs> I'm back now. Sorry, you hit yeah. me in the back. Okay. Yeah, bonk bonk. All right. Now it is time for the Ceramorph. As it looks to you. Uh... <laughs> oh, so many options. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, it's going to cast Extract Brain on you as its tentacles oh. start to reach out. Uh, that's a 23 who are you trying to hit? Uh, Oro. Oro, you are being consumed by the Ceramorph's tentacles Lord as it's Lord. reaching out towards your horns, your head, as it's pulling you closer to its maw. Does a 23 hit you? It, it does? Yes. Oh, gosh. E. I do 59 piercing. Ow. Goosey? Are you at zero hit points? Oh, no, no. 
Okay, good. Then I don't um, take your brain. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Did uh, <laughs> how much damage? Fifty nine. Fifty nine piercing. Okay, so that, yeah, they don't, yeah. So that's that for that. Uh, and you start to hear Vel, Idana, and uh, Torvril. Some very eerie footsteps coming down the stairs directly behind you. Uh, 5, Whoa. 10, 15. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Don't like that. Um, 5, 10, 15. That puts them exactly here. Can I put you there? Yeah, there you go. As oh, you see another... Gnome <laughs> uh, uh, Ceremorph slowly and... Uh, what do you call it? Gooey, I guess. A gooey kind of slithered down and... Uh, slimy. Le- yeah, slimy is what I'm looking for. Oh, dear. Uh, and that is the end of their turn. Very cool. All right. Uh, that brings us to the top of the turn. Oro. Uh, two hits. I didn't call it. Uh, nope, they didn't call it 14. <laughs> you're flanking me, so you get the Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You, technically, you're flanking, so yes, the 27 does hit. He's he's looking at me, though. He's So it's not flanking. He'd be, be engaged with somebody else. Flanking. Is that, is that not correct? Uh, actually. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah, hold on. Let me make sure I'm, that sounds like it is. If I can look at my rule books. Doesn't really say, does it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if I'm looking at you, uh, yeah, you wouldn't really have an advantage on an attack, especially uh, if I have you flank- <laughs> in my mouth. Flanking five e. The flanking rule states: flanking on squares when a creature is at least at least one of its allies are adjacent to an enemy on opposite sides or corners of the enemy space. They flank that enemy, and each of them has advantage yep. on melee attacks. Maybe I can. Can hear a copy paste, maybe. Yeah, that works. Yeah, so yeah, the twenty-seven would hit. Nice. That would be twenty-three damage on the first one. Uh, you don't need to do another one as you kill it with the twenty-three. Okay. It had just enough health, twenty-one. Uh, so you got it with a couple extra as you kill that creature. Uh, anything else, Oro? Anything on its body? Uh, actually, can I control Z? Let me make sure. Uh, yes, there's always something on the body. Um, you see that there's a laser pistol. Uh, there's some basic breastplate armor. Uh, there is, uh... Some basic crystal shards, uh, but nothing large. Very, very small in their pocket. Okay. 
I uh, turn around and move my movement back out. Okay. Of the room. Well, uh, as Adon is in the way, yeah. <laughs> Can he shove me? Yeah, sure. Can I shove the door? <laughs> well, I feel like that would be a whole other set of actions. That's an action. Yeah, yeah we're going to be doing a whole other turn on that one. Okay. Come on. Uh, so that brings us to Vale. Uh, yeah, she is going to, she hears the, the footsteps coming up, and she says, Oh god, oh god, oh god, and is Oro there or not? I'm confused, because uh, he's not there, right? No, Oro is stuck in the room, because I'm stuck in front of the door like a right. dingleberry. Right. Okay, then she's gonna get next to Idana, say, we have company, and then cast um, a second level uh, chromatic orb, uh, doing force damage at this creature. Um, I'm gonna roll to hit for a 25. Eight. And then 48. Oh, not bad, not bad, not bad. 20. Uh, 20 nice. damage. Very good. Yeah. And that's her turn. Alright. Uh, a brace. I can't go through, can I? Can I use my action to force my way through? Or no? Um, not all the way through. <laughs> you would have to go through two people to move through. Okay. Oro and Idana. Um, can I ready an action? to say, Idana, let me know when you've... Well, I don't know if Idana... Did I hear Idana calling for Oro to move from the door? So would I know that Idana's behind the door? No, I didn't say anything. I just right. tried to open the door and couldn't move it. So I can't yell. I can't read any action then. So I run up to Oro, and I I kind of I kind of concentrate, and my hands kind of glow with purplish energy, and I lay on hands to Oro for 15 points. Okay. And... That's my action, because I can't do anything else. Okay, perfect. Uh, Torvrol. Uh, oh, shit. I should use Emboldening Bond when I could have seen everyone. Um, I always forget about that one. Um, well, he's going to use it anyways uh, to give the people in this room. Well, yeah. Not a bad idea. I'll put that in chat. So, uh, with emboldening bond, uh, you forge an empowering bond among people who are at peace with one. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you guys get. Let's see. A D four added into attack rolls and ability checks or saving throw. Once cool. per turn. Uh, that would be Donna and Vale, since that's all he can see. He can use it. He has a proficiency bonus of three now, so he can cover himself if he wanted to. Oh yeah, perfect. That works too. So. And so boltening bond does what exactly? Gives you a D four. We get D4. a D four added. Oh, that's. Cool. To attack once, roll saving throws. Yep. Once per turn. Uh, to attack rolls, ability checks, or saving throws. All right. Um. <laughs> oh, and I think that's all I can do 
Is that a turn with the casting and boldening bond? I that's would assume action. so. Yeah, I that's think an action. It's an action yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. You could cast spiritual weapon. Yep. Bonus action. Let's do it. Let's get that out here. We're going to need it. Uh, scales of justice. Come on up. Oops. Cast it there at the base of the stairs. Coming down so it can, well, I guess he would technically be there. So it would work. Uh, that's a bonus action. Uh, and gosh, with a spiritual weapon, remind me, can I make a attack all in the same? Or is it just the bonus action is to cast the bonus action casting and then your next bonus action you can attack right with it. okay perfect just wanted to make sure i'm not skipping an um, opportunity of an attack go ahead i think your first spell can hit when you first cast it as long as it's the creature is next to next to the way you cast it see when it says when you cast a spell you can make a melee attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon okay perfect Oh, where's spiritual? Where'd you put your spiritual weapon? There we go. 21 does nice. hit. It's going to cast it at level 4. It's really the best he's got. Uh, 16. Holy cow, that. <laughs> Whoops. Nice damage. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, I went the opposite way. All right. Um, Torval, yeah, that'll end Torval's turn as he casts out his scales of justice. Swings on this uh, mind flare, hit, hitting it. Idana. Uh, uh, okay. Um, tell me, DM, which way is the upward stairs and which way is the downward stairs? <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let me draw. Up. Oh, gosh. That's the worst arrow ever. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Down. Okay, so he's coming right at us. Yeah. And not coming out that way. Yeah, that. sorry. Yeah, the way the, the map formed, I could just move him if it makes it a little Good. more clearer. Does that make it better? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, um, so if he is just, like, right there, um, I will move out of the way of the door and stand where the spiritual weapon is, since it's not an actual thing. Right. I'm and just gonna I'm move going it here, to so try... Gonna try stabbing at it with the ice dagger. Okay. That is super not gonna hit. Sorry. That was just five ten. I am going to move. What was that? over here and disengage, right? And yep, and disengage. Okay, good. Using my cunning. <laughs> oh, 
That's better. That's what I should have done. And now I'm going to cast uh, Mind Blast. Uh, oh, no. Oh. The Ceramorph magically emits a psychic energy in a 60-foot cone. Each creature in that area... Uh, why won't it let me... Each creature in that area must succeed on a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. Or we get to take some serious damage. And don't forget you have your D4s. Uh, yeah, I need to do yeah, the same yeah. thing with... Uh, so, it's a what save again? I'm not going to make it. Intelligence. Okay. Not even my D4 could save me. Oh I'm no. Screwed. Okay, D4, come on, please, well, D4. Chance. We have a chance. No, I don't, because 9 plus D4. 4 is 13. You've got mm -hmm. D4. No, yeah, no, no. and I only rolled a 9. What's the save again? Uh, give what? me one I second. A, oh, I only got a 15, so I don't think it'll do anything. Give me one second as I'm looking for Torvrils here, and I'll tell you. Oh, Torvril with the natural oh, one. My God. Yikes. Torvril. Torvril, Torvril, Torvril. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, the DC was 15 intelligence saving throw. Uh, so you just okay. made it. Cool. Oh, shit. 48 plus 4. Give me one second as I'm oh. rolling. Oh, this is not good. 23 damage. 23? Yep. And half as much if we save. Uh, I didn't see that on the Mind Blast. It's no damage. It should be... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nothing about uh, taking anything half on the Mind Blast. Oh, poggers. Uh, I am so, almost bloodied, but not quite bloodied. And you were also stunned for a minute. Oh, criminy. Oh, not good. Oh, and she's... Oh, did you... Oh, she moved. That's good. I um, moved. I made sure of that one. I don't know. Uh, just uh, put like a blue mark on yourself to be... Uh, to let to remind... Help me remind me if you don't mind. A little blip on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, da, 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 22. Okay. Uh, that brings us back to the top of the torn, turn order. Excuse me. I think that is you, Aura, right? As I'm giving his damage yeah. to uh, Torvoral. Can I make it out of the room now? Uh, since it's open, yes. Great. Uh, do I see the Ceramorph? I imagine I do, right? I got uh -huh. tor Torvos laying down on the ground? Great. I'm gonna Not go laying rage down, no. on... Okay. Well, I'm going to go into Rage still. Okay. I haven't raged since we've been on the ship. And I'm going to recklessly attack this guy. Okay. 19. Uh, 19 does hit. Okay, 17 with that hit. Okay. And I do not hit on that turn. That so just the 17, right? Yep, just 17. Okay. Uh, bloodied. That's my turn. Okay, Oro. Uh, Vel. Yeah, um, she's going to move all the way away from this thing, probably over here, and then she's going to cast another um, second level a uh, 
chromatic orb. Okay. At it, using force damage again. Oh no, that's a nat one though. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no. Unfortunately, not going to hit. Unfortunate. Yep. Uh, Abreus. My turn. I can move through too. So I, that's a three. Uh, one, two, three, four. So wait, I was here. Five, ten, fifteen. Oh, total stunned anyway. So I'm there. And I now imagine a different kind of energy. And this time it's a mix of gray and purple energy okay. coming up my hands. And I go and I, I kind of almost reach out for the creature's neck, but miss. And But the energy kind of jumps from my hand over to him. And I cast Hexblade's Curse as my bonus action. Okay. So uh, I crit on a 19 and 20. And I do three extra damage with every attack. And it's a 26. Hits. So guessing super hits. Yes. So thirteen. Uh, no, sorry, it's six plus five plus two, and then uh, the three is ignored by at three for my hex blaze curse anyway. So it's sixteen points of damage. Sixteen. Okay. Yep. And I am done. All right. Give me one second. All right. Uh, Torvrol needs to make a save. Uh, Sorry, I'm still going to move here even though I get flankings because then I'm not in any kind of area effect. But that's it. Okay, hold on one second because you're outside your movement there. Oh, okay. Then I'm just going to stay there. I'm done okay. then. All right. That sounds okay. good. I And then uh, Torvrol, I need... Uh, Intelligence save seventeen. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, did you see that? A crit. Very cool. Oh my Very cool. Yeah. Inflict wounds is such a spicy spell. Oh yeah, I love inflict wounds. Oh, yeah. Torvril. 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 Let's see what you got going is on. Is he gonna here. get the how you want to do this? I think so. <laughs> How do you want to do this, then? <laughs> oh my god, 44 points in the... So, that's amazing. Yeah, with that crit, he really does, goes above and beyond on this one. Torvril comes through and points uh, his finger out and touches this uh, gnome ceramorph as it uh, takes uh, a jolt of uh what do you call it as it kind of jolts a little bit and steps back as it's uh trying to stammer and gather itself unable to understand what is fully happening to its body as the necrotic damage ekes through and drops this creature into a gooey uh slimy mess on the floor uh we are out of initiative change all this up uh does anyone want to Yikes. do anything with these uh bodies you have a couple areas to explore as you've cleared through um, some of them that wants to investigate this gnome ceremony uh -huh. corpse yeah uh you find uh, oh god damn another not one. <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
Luckily, you can't crit fail on check, so I'm gonna right. add yeah, that go before. Ahead. Please do. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. You're gonna find the same thing that Oro found: the plate, oh, okay. the breastplate, uh, the uh, laser pistol, shards, uh, little pieces of the end, mm -hmm. but nothing, nothing okay, really. Okay, so too that good. would be a what one of those would care if this plates, right? Or whatever they're called. Say that or again. I'm is sorry. It, is it one of those weird mind player carapace plates, uh, or a normal breastplate? Uh, uh, size of a ceramorph. So it's kind of smaller. I mean, is that what you're asking? Um, no, no. It's uh, is it that weird magic item that's like called, like called mind carapace breastplate, or is it just a? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. A uh, normal just normal breastplate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Ooh, nothing. Nothing too special boy. about it. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Laser, laser pistol or laser rifle? Was uh, laser, laser pistol bit? on the Ceramorph. Okay. So you did find laser rifles in those uh, crates, crates down, okay, cool. down in the bottom. Uh, and... Yeah. Um, okay. Good grief. I, I feel like I could be, I could have done so much better with Torvril. <laughs> I apologize, guys. He's got a... Uh, it's just one too many steps for me, or one too many sheets for me to give a very powerful hit, so I'm glad I had that one for him. Uh, hopefully when he comes back, he'll play Oro his character go. so much better. Um, All right. Where is Oro on the map? Uh, right next to you. Oh, I can't see him. Weird. Let me refresh. Yeah, um, so you said I found shards of the crystal? Uh, yeah, some more just real uh, thin shards of those psi crystals. Nothing really uh, okay. as big or as substantial as the one that Oro had. Okay, she'll present them to him and say, so I'm not sure if you need these. I'm not sure how your space crystal works. Uh, I, I don't think I do. Uh... Oh, okay. She'll toss them over her shoulder. Oro needs a, uh, a rest. Yeah, I, I could use a rest. Mm. Not not doing too hot. I, I off table. Oro needs a long rest because. Okay, off the table. A long rest again <laughs> in a dungeon it is not going to happen. Yeah, off the right. table. <laughs> yeah, long rest is not happening here on this place. You're no. You're. Does, yeah, does I don't want to give away healing? anything, but you're not done. Does this guy have prayer of healing or something? Or yeah, uh, 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 um, I would say, yeah, you would be very uh, uncomfortable right now. Does Torbrell have prayer of healing? Oh, prayer! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My darn uh, Discord is cutting in and out, guys. Uh, yes, let me see if he has prayer. Yes, he does have prayer of healing. Cast See, it. that will mitigate something. He, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Others, I think. Yeah, if I mean, if if he damage. was here, I'm sure he would definitely do that as well. Let me see here. Da, 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 prayer of healing. Where did it go? Or whatever. I just got to do it from that core list. At level two. There we go. Thirty feet. So you guys can get around Torvril as he uh, casts a prayer of healing, giving you guys some 20 hit points of damage. Uh, as that happens, 
you don't need to make a perception because everyone's passive perceptions are high enough to hear a bit of movement on the floor ahead of you. I'm going to try drinking one of my vials and see if that heals me at all. Okay. Uh, go does ahead. Does heal me? It does. <laughs> okay. What, is, what are we going to do for that sucker? Uh, what do we call it? Um, um, let's say, what, 2d8 plus 2? 2d8 plus 2? Okay. Yep, and then how many vials do you have left total? Um, I've, I originally got 7. I drank one initially, and then I've had another one. And if I'm drinking one more, I've only got four left. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you said 2d8 plus what? Two. Two? Okay. 11 points of healing. I guess, uh, everyone, thank you for joining us uh, here at the CritCast podcast as we go through Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. We're glad that you're joining us. You can always reach out to us at uh, on Twitter at the CritCast pod. Uh, Instagram is the CritCast podcast. We're on Facebook at CritCast. Um, if you have any emails or anything like that that you want to send us, uh, get in touch with us that way. It's CritCastPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do you guys want to say good night? Good night. Good night. Have a great night, guys, and enjoy uh, when you listen to us, and good luck on all of your adventures. <laughs>